We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And welcome back to Skaptic, everyone. Today's episode, we'll be discussing five weapons you should be trying out in patch 14. Followed by some white balancing changes that we'll update you all on. Some streets-related stuff, some questing that we've been doing. Ragman 4 is kind of nutty, as I have discovered. And that, towards the end, we'll be discussing some arm stamina overswing stuff that Giga's been looking at. And possibly, if we got time, I'll share some Gray Zone Warfare details that a friend of mine was kind enough to share with me from their dabblings and reading all the interviews and such. Good roster of topics, mm -hmm. Mr. Church. Mm -hmm. So. I hear you're level 42. That I am. Gamer. <laughs> been doing the grind. I'm only 36. I've been slacking. Sure. I've had to try and like redouble my efforts to get more XP. I'm like mm -hmm. on the XP grind now. I think because I was doing... What was I, what was I doing before? I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, I was trying to get the thick case. That was it. Ah, uh, um, see, I'm missing that. I was that. doing some of the stuff to try and get the thick case and then got there. And I just needed... I actually just needed... Um, XP again. Like, that's why I was just like, right, we're redoubling our efforts and going on the XP grind because I was level 34 and I was like, I really want the thick case at this point. Like, I've got loads of plates and stuff. Some people mm -hmm. were like, oh, why are you keeping so many plates? Like, why have you got so many in your stash? And da da da. And I'm like, well, the thing is, I want to test, right? I'm like, yeah, I can buy some of them. But every time BSG goes, we have changed the mechanic around <laughs> penetration, I'm just like, okay, I'll yeah, back into raid. Yeah. We all go, you know? And it's like, I can't buy all of them necessarily. Like, a lot of the plates I've got lying around is like, Class 5 Karun Front, it's, you know, uh, like GAC plates, it's, you know, these, uh, whatever they're called, like Cult Locust Class 5s mm -hmm. and very, like BR, BR5 Class 6 Fronts for the Zabrala and stuff like that. Like, I do have a, a bunch of, like, um, Level 4 ones still that I could technically buy, but, like, some of them are steel and some of them, well, it's just nice having them around. So anyway, so I, I was focusing on doing that, and now it's just like, okay, let's just get up to Max Raiders. I'm, like, slowly ticking off through the Level 4 Traders, so getting to Papal 4 just now, then nice. next level will be Peacekeeper 4, and then the next level will be Skier 4, and then T levels will be Mechanic, and then up to Ragman at level 42. So we're, we're getting there, but like I've mainly been trying to do like Streets quests alongside other stuff, because um, mm. they're just like, they give you so much experience, right? Yeah, it's like, I know that too. Yeah. I'm like halfway through, actually I'm like, I'm probably, what would, what would I say this? I'm, I'm probably like three-fifths through level 36, so I've got about 50k XP, because each level now, so that's like, that's 50, that's 50. Yeah, it's probably about 150k to get from level 36 to level 37, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. But the Streets Quest is giving you 18 to 25,000, you know? Yeah. So that's like, it's crazy. It's like the old quests were like six to eight each. Yeah. And you look yeah. at some of them and it's like, damn, why do I even want to complete this one? You know, it's like <laughs> I have to get two Tremor headshots and it gives me like 6,500 XP or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas I could like go and find a flash drive for Mechanic in the Concordia basement and Mechanic's gave me like 22,000 experience. Like, yeah. it's like literally one raid. Um, and then you obviously get the XP on top of that. So you probably get 25K. So it's like, well, I only have to complete five or six of those and I get a whole level. So I've been trying to do that. I'm like, I'm trying to combine that with Dandies at the mm -hmm. minute, yep. which is that weird, there's that new one from, from Ragman. Mm -hmm. 
So that one is, I don't know if you've completed that, but that's the bomber hat and the ray bench glasses. And you have to kill just entities on streets with that loadout on. So it's, and it's not too bad, right? Like, I'm a bit worried. I, I think the glasses are one of those ones where you can see them from far in the fog, yeah. I think, which is annoying. So I'm like tempted to take them off, put them on and whatever. But like, there's not, like, it depends on where you are with the sight lines. It's not too bad. But I'm like, the crate, I mean, we'll talk about this a bit later, but like, I'm, I'm 17 out of 30 through that quest. And honest to God, like, 12 of those are PMCs. Like, it's, it's absolutely unreal. Like, it's so stupid. But anyway, that quest gives you like 33,000 experience. Um, and I'm trying to combine that with Punisher Part 6 which I've got another nine kills to go. And that's like 20k XP. And then there's like the various ones, like developer secrets part two, which I'm about to do, which is like 25,000 XP. It's just like, it's, it's mad. It's madness. So I'm trying to get through all of those and like go a bit further up the, up the levels and progression because, um, yeah, as you said, some of the higher level stuff is actually kind of insane. But um, we'll talk about a bit more of that in a, in a moment. So yeah, all, all is good. Yeah. All is good. Um, should we jump into some of the updates that BSG put out? Non-official patches, but one of those shadow patches. Sure. Yeah, so the first one is a bit awkward. Um, I did a video about, this is a classic, right? I did a video about, like, the first thing that I heard about this was people were starting to tag me in my Discord being like, BSG definitely watches your stuff, and I was like, oh no, what's happened? So I did a video about APM. It wasn't really about APM. It was more about armor. Sure. About how you can see that the armor's broken because APM one taps class four, whereas it never used to. Because damage mitigation, it seems, is turned off. I don't know. Like, I haven't retested it. I haven't seen anything. So presume, like, I know BSG can change stuff behind the scenes. So, like, this might not still be true. But I, I, I haven't seen anything to the contrary, and I haven't tested it myself. So I'm assuming it's still the way it is. If you have APM, it probably still goes through class four and just one hits um, it was also doing the same for class five as well which is like very strange but um either which way i put that video out about apm and lo and behold a couple of days later apm is banned from the flea and they, like i don't know I'm, I'm like mixed about this i don't think it's like truly necessary like it was two thousand rubles anyway like per bullet like if you wanted to use it great like you can't fire it on full auto it only goes in the 209 the two on five uh like to craft it it's painful because you have to find spp like spp is is prep or four so I don't know whether it's like, I don't think it was really like unbalanced, well, so to speak. Like, I, I, I'm not really sure. I don't know. You have to like, it's a really good bullet. But you have to put it in, you have to put really good bullets in crappy gun. So, yeah. I feel like too, it was exacerbated by the fact that because how the plates currently work, which is questionable if that's intended, it, it can one tap class four plates, which does make it very appealing in that sense. Yeah. So that's like, that's kind of unfortunate. I, I almost would have rather them made it like 86 damage or something. Or just fix just the plate. On the flea. <laughs> or just fix the plates. I mean, that's like num that's number one, you know, thing or whatever. But um <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> who knows when that's gonna happen. I kind of agree, but, but uh, also it's weird because it's like it's one of the few class four bullets that's like wasn't banned off the flea, because like M80 was banned for a long time now. Um yeah. PP, I don't think PP's 40 pin, is it? For Which 762 one? by 39. It is 42 pin. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Because you can sell PP, I'm pretty sure. I think. It's halfway between. So, so BP is, 30, is 47. I got it. PS is 35. 
And it's oh, it's forty one pen then. It's it's halfway between. That's how I remember it. Yeah. So thirty five plus six, forty one plus six, forty seven. So yes, it must be, uh, it must be forty one. So, but PP isn't banned. No, it's you can not. buy PP. Yeah, and it's cheaper than APM, and it two taps through class four. It and doesn't you can go want full to. auto. It doesn't want tap. No, this is true. But it's like you can find a full auto though. Well, oh, the other, I don't know. The other thing that was kind of lame about it, <clears throat> the APM, is that as you said, you had to either find the SP ammo or you had to get it from Prapper, which it's fine because mm. it's still so out of stock. But I literally like to craft the because it was actually insanely profitable to craft in the hideout to sell in the flea. But you had to be there like the minute, like the millisecond prepper reset to buy the SPP. Otherwise, yeah. you couldn't do the craft. Um, I guess there's like the barter trade, but that one's like awful. It's like, yeah, you get like eight per it's like blue you tape. Eight for two blue tapes yeah, or something? Yeah, that's awful. Because, yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> think that the, um, I didn't think that it was profitable because like sometimes I'll just use like Tarkov.dev because they've got that sort of like, you know, they've got it linked to like Tarkov Market so you can just like see. And I was like, oh, it costs like 4,000 rubles to do the thing. But it's because I didn't, I had like my traders levels at like three and stuff. So, I thought it was like four thousand the ruble to like four thousand rubles around to make the the APM, and I didn't think any more of it. Um, and when I said it on stream, people were just like lol, no, it's like where it's like really good barter. I was just like, look, really? Oh, sorry, really good craft. I was like, really? Um, but yeah, you obviously have to be able to buy the SPP, which like I was not able to, and uh, I was only able to do that as of like yesterday when I got level thirty six. But now it's just you know you craft it for making yourself, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and it's a good bullet, but yeah, I don't know. I like uh, it's just a shame. Like you know, you can still get like LPS on the flea that's still there. You know, that's like, is that forty one pen as well? I can't remember, but yeah. it's, it's about the same. It, it doesn't one tap though. This is the thing. I mean, but like that's uh, that's the deal. Like, APM only used to one tap. Like in, in the way that it's supposed to work, APM only one taps Tibbies. Yeah. Well, I mean, may or, maybe or, say, that's actually not the same now. Actually, that's not true. That's not actually true anymore. Because you can, you if you slice it around the plate. Then, and you hit them in the like thorax, like chest hitbox oh, sure, around the plate. Sure. You're gonna have class three at most, sure. and so you instantly die. If you get hit under the arm, you instantly die in one hit. <laughs> so it's actually, it's actually, yeah. It's, I actually take that back. It's it is actually more powerful now than it used to be. Yeah, because of that. I now I'm starting to wonder if they banned it just because you could sell it. Like I mean, you could craft it to sell for profit, possibly. Because I was even kind of surprised. I was looking at some of the crafts as well um and you can make pb pbp for the nine mil and it's crafting yeah and it, and it's only six hours just i'm pretty sure it's six hours can oh. you buy pbp now no was it craft only oh yeah it's craft only. yeah i can't see that i'm pretty sure it's six hours i mean it's very expensive a can of thermite it's like a ton of money um they're like 100k aren't they yeah so yeah. that's gonna be uh, so pricey. long story short apm got banned um people Thanks, are Giga. more or less annoyed about it and it's, <laughs> there was literally a twitter post so it was just like i blame giga deep and it's just like <laughs> lot like many many likes and uh you know i have to own it right like should we go down the, the laundry list there was that well the, oh no what was that one i don't even remember it was so obscure the alien tech Al yeah alien tech the alien muzzle tech break. muzzle which I got nerfed after a single day. Uh, there that was, was good. something else. Not too long what ago. What else happened? Mm. Sure. You can still buy FMJ. I've talked about APM for like four wipes. You, you can still buy MP7 FMJ though. That's still a 
able to be purchased on the flea market. I just have to go through your YouTube library. I'm sure we could find some stuff. <laughs> I'm sure there's some other stuff that's been changed. I, I know I for sure there was something uh, recently that people were like, yep, yeah, Giga Beef. I just can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Can't remember. There's There's been a couple, but... With great power comes great responsibility. I think my favorite thing about your APM video is like there was so many comments like from either like Twitter or YouTube. People are just like, "What do you mean? It always could one time." Oh my god! <laughs> I was actually going to mention this before. Like, oh, like uh, I, I like I, I actually can't stem the tide of just like, <laughs> and I and I hate to call it this, but like stupid comments, and and it's on Twitter as well, and it's just like it infuriates me. I had like some comments as well on Twitter being like. Oh, nice to see that you finally agree with us. I've been saying this for many wives. And it's like, <laughs> I literally showed you in the video that it doesn't want out the Yule. What more do you want? Yeah. I literally showed you that what we used to think was still, it's still true. It still doesn't want out the Yule. Like, it drives me absolutely insane. Yeah. You're like, what do you mean? It always wants out class four. And I'm like, if, like, if you were just, you know, if you just thought that previously, then that's fine. But people who are like adamant that like it used to, I'm just like, oh my God. But anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just like it's just painful. People people like suddenly feeling vindicated by it, and I'm like, ah, I hate this, but it's just not worth me even trying to combat. But never mind. Yeah, it's unfortunately reminded me. I'd actually forgotten about that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it enrages me slightly. I had a feeling that that in particular, that type of like uh, nuance might enrage you, but yeah, I found it like hilarious. It's just so classic, right? You see, you know, social media posts. Don't watch. Don't click on it. Don't even read it. Don't just like post comments like, like you yeah. didn't even read it you didn't even watch it you didn't even you know uh. yeah exactly it's like the number of people who are just like absolutely and i talked about this on the stream recently absolutely adamant mm -hmm. that the the removal of finding raid from airdrops was like a deliberate bsg design mm, choice yeah sure sure absolutely adamant about it this is clearly right obviously right. and then for the very next <laughs> patch it's just like finding raids is back on on airdrops and it's like all these people just magically disappear but you know i don't know obviously uh, that was also a <laughs> obvious thing they wanted to do you know? it's it's a beta they were testing they were experimenting you know what do you want them to do clearly it didn't work so they had to revert it obviously <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah i don't know i'm torn about the apm ban i don't think it's necessary honestly but uh it's probably not no. but uh you know maybe maybe in the context of the latest thing but the problem is they'll fix the plates and then they won't unban apm but yeah, you're probably right. It was probably the craft. It's probably most people make it because of the craft. It was probably distorting SPP. You couldn't buy SPP because of the craft for APMs. It's just like the interlinks and weird, like tentacle nature of Tarkov's economy, barter system, traders, and all this stuff. So the other, the other a big update, um, which still a lot of people are not aware of actually, because loads of people coming into my chat like discovering this for the first time, like yesterday, um, is so it good part three. The handing in of the two Zabralos, one above 50% and one below 50%. This started out with... Well, it was a combination of the fact that, like, the quest was bad in the, at the beginning. We'll just go through the full history of it for those of you who weren't paying, like, who just weren't up to speed with it. In the new armor system, the way that these quests were designed meant that without them actually changing anything, every single piece of the armor had to be under 50%. So with the Zabralo, and I mean, the Gazelle was bad enough, but with the Zabralo you had to get the neck down to under 50%, which with an Aramid, as we've said before, like Aramid is, is crazy anyway. It's like, if you look at whatever the Aramid says in game, like the durability number, it's like you have to multiply that by like 5.33 to 
and that gets you the like effective durability. So even like a piece of neck armor, which is you know I don't know to fifteen or something, that's actually like eighty effective durability. Like Aramid is crazy high. But the the thing about that is that it doesn't it just doesn't really take any damage from bullets. Like that's just what it looks like. And then this is this is also partly why I think people feel that armor is not doing anything and isn't getting damaged. Partly because like outside of the plate, most stuff is all Aramid now. There's like a couple of exceptions, the Yule being one of them, um, and some of these low tier armors. But like everything else is Aramid. All the carriers are Aramid. I don't think there are any plate carriers that take like replaceable plates. I don't think there are any of them that aren't Aramid underneath. Um, and because Aramid has these like yeah these crazy multipliers, it's like absolutely insane. Like what was I know this is a, this is a slight deviation, but let's just let's let's go through everything. So the Gen Four, oh I'm in the wrong bit. I want to be in the handbook. The Gen Four assault. Or the full, I guess. I guess full probably has the highest health. Oh no, they've all got the same chest. So the gen, the gen fours in general have all got fifty-two HP on Aramid. Times that by five point three three three, and that gets you two hundred and seventy-seven effective durability. Yeah, which isn't a lot. Which is a lot, right? And not to mention that um, armor generally takes less damage when bullets don't pen, and class three probably will get penned more often than it won't get penned as well. So it's like, okay, well, how much damage did you actually take? You know, it was two hundred and seventy-seven. You took like twenty armor damage or something. And then divide that again by 5.333. So you've gone from 55 to like 48. What did I say the, the armor was? Was 52. it 55? 52. Yeah, oh, okay. So it's even less. So it goes from 52 to 48. And you go, oh, the armor didn't save me. And it's like, well, I know. It's just because it's got like five times the durability that you think. Because like, we're not used to using armored armors because mm. before there were like two. Yeah. And there was like the packer. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. And like the DRD, which no one used before. Right. So people are still getting used to that. Anyway, so like these armored armors take like an incredible amount of punishment to actually go down in durability they're like pretty much good all the time they also repair back to full basically every time you repair them too so they're like they never really wear out um and so trying to get the zebra like you didn't need any plates in it but trying to get the zebralo under 50 percent was really painful so bsg changed the zebralo thing and the gazelle thing as well and changed it so that you no longer had to you never no longer had to have a zero to 51 and a 50 to 100 you did still have to have a, a 50 to 100 armor, but the 0 to 50 armor could be any armor. So that was, it's said on the tooltip 0 to 50, but effectively it could be anything from 0 to 100%. So it didn't really matter anymore. So you could just hand it in. The issue still, though, even after changing the quest, was that getting the seconds of Bralla was like nigh impossible. You got one for Punisher Part 2, I think, or Punisher Part 1. You get one of the early Punishers anyway. And then, like, you just don't see another Zabralo. Like, the earliest you next see one is at level 42. If you complete capturing outposts, I think that's like the earliest you can get it. After that, you have to complete um, the level 50 quest booze and then you get the barter for yeah. it. So it was just crazy. Like nobody could get the second one. Like you could go and like maybe try and farm Rashalo or Gluhar or whoever to like get a second Zabralo off one of the dudes there. But like with the boss spawn rates, like they're only just at like 15% now. They were at 11 and before that they were at five. So like farming bosses is just kind of a no-go anyway. Um, so this was just a complete pain, right? And so they, they were sat there with this to rework or to fix for ages um and then finally like two three days ago it got amended so they changed so good part three so good is no longer two zavalos it is now two 6b13s mm-hmm. the 6b13 being the old crappy ceramic armor that is actually not too bad now because it's got steel plate in it but it's the one that takes like the diamond shaped plate you could probably pull it up church i reckon on on the screen as well yes um now yeah that one so I think you could take either, because there's two. There's a digital flora one. Sorry, there's a digital one and a flora one. I think one's digital flora, one's just normal flora. But I think you could take either, and it's... I 
can't remember whether the zero to 50 thing was replaced. Anyway, it's like you fire them on scabs. It's not actually too hard. It's like pretty easy now. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I make that, made that a hell of a lot easier, which is, which is decent. Now, I had like a small bug because I already handed in the Zabralo I got from Punisher. And I handed in the zero to 50 one because it was taking any durability. So I thought, well, I'll hand in that one because that's the harder one to do just in case they revert it. So I did that. And then when I handed in my 6B13 at 50 to 100%, it then removed the fact I'd handed in the Zabralo and asked me for 6B13 at 0 to 50, which was really annoying. So I was like, huh, what are we going to do? This kind of sucks. But I mean, it's easier now because I just have to find a broken 6B13, which is a lot easier than finding a broken Zabralo. But it kind of sucks. Needless to say, I closed down the stream. I came back like after you know, having dinner and everything with the fam. Came back online. Lo and behold, the quest is completed on Ragman. So it needed some update, like, you know, they changed the quest requirements and like, needed to update it later or whatever. So that actually, like, did fix it. So anybody who's coming to the quest new, now you just need two 6B13s. I think it's still broken, so I think you can just hand in two 100% 6B13s. One for the 100% to 50, and one for the 0 to 50, because I think the 0 to 50 thing, I think, is still broken from what they did with Zabrala to try and temp fix it or whatever. So they'll probably revert that at some point. But, like, right now, you can just hand in two 6B13s, I think, and it's, and it's easy peasy. But this is really important because... This now opens up like the rest of Ragman's quest lines. Yeah. And without doing Circuit Good Part 3, you can't do Circuit Good Part 4. You can't do Living High is Not a Crime Part 1. Like there's loads of stuff that you can't get without doing this quest. Um, and so that's, that's great because of the way that Armour's working in this wipe. There's like a bunch of really important stuff on those as well that never used to be there either. So mm -hmm. it's not just like quest XP and a few other things. It's, um, there's some other stuff there that I'm, I'm sure, well, well, we'll probably talk about that when we talk about Ragman 4. Um, unless you want to talk about it now, but uh, I we can talk about now. We could yeah. probably do that segment. Well, oh, it's it sort of suits it suits yeah. me better now. If you want? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the one thing I was going to say about so good is like it's <clears throat> well, a couple things actually. <laughs> one, <laughs> I had done it earlier via the help of Shudaville, who <laughs> and his partner that video mm -hmm. who uh, <clears throat> was kind enough to drop me one in the factory and you know escort me out. <laughs> All for the measly RMT charge of $999. No, of course not, but <laughs> uh, hopefully it doesn't get banned. Otherwise, that'd be hilarious because they changed it like the day afterwards. <laughs> Imagine getting banned for that. But uh, it's really weird because it's like, okay, you do that. And as you said, you get all these other quests. And these other quests are like so easy. Like the So A Good Part 4, where you get to turn in like two Black Rocks and the, the two... TV one nine or one oh nines or whatever. I mean, you get you get those for like a quest reward. I want to say early on in Ragman as well. But it's like I don't know. It's like it felt so out of place. The Zabralo being there and everything else past that was like super easy stuff. Like I don't know. The, the progression felt really weird. So I actually think the way they changed it now is so much better. Yeah, so much. Better. I didn't even keep the the Wartek rigs mm -hmm. because I was like, I just don't think I'm going to get this quest done. And like they're relatively easy anyway, so I just didn't bother. And like I was like, well, you can craft black rocks, so I'll just I'll just wait and you know see what happens. Which um, well, that's actually funny that you brought that up because obviously like a, a tidal wave of people suddenly completed so good part three, yeah, which led to some like really funny stuff on the flea market because the next part a lot of people hadn't bothered crafting their black rocks because they didn't think that they were gonna get this quest done anytime soon. So when they did, they were like, oh, I now I need to craft a black rock. So they went on the flea market and you need a, a Splav Tarzan to craft a Blackrock. Now, because most players in this game are just lazy and can't be bothered, 
at least a portion of the player base is anyway. That this like drove the price of the Tarzan up from what it usually is, which I think what's it right it's now? Still kind of high. <laughs> okay, that's kind of high. That, it was it was a lot lower than this earlier. Yeah, but um, yeah, it drove this up from like probably, what, I mean, what 12, are they normally they're about fifteen k? Yeah. yeah, 12, 15 k on the flea, something like that. Um, I sold one at seventy five thousand rubles at one point. <laughs> Some people were telling me on because I posted it on Twitter. Someone told me on Twitter they saw it up to three hundred k at one point. That's crazy. Um which is absolutely insane. And the most insane part about it is that there is literally a barter. There is literally a barter for this thing and it costs one hunting matches. And the, the time when... Uh, with the time At the time when there were 75k on the flea market, hunting matches were under 10,000 rubles. Oh. And people were, oh. people were just buying them off the fleet. They were just buying them straight off the fleet. And the thing that I find like really crazy now... I'm just amazed this still happens. So I understand why it used to happen because there used to be players with like spurious barters all over the place. So unless you knew about the specific trade yes. of barters, it was quite easy to like get scammed forget and just not see them or like get, yeah, so and get scammed. So a lot of people just had it unchecked. So they'd never saw any barters. So like, unless you knew which one you wanted to look for specifically, you'd normally just not see it. But now there aren't any player barters anymore because BSG got rid of that. So you could keep the barters on. The trade of barter will always appear on the flea market. Like, and if it's really good in, in-game prices it'll always appear at the top wait and so sorry you, you can't barter you can't barter at all i don't know so player barters are completely are completely banned this is they, they changed totally yeah because this is when they changed the flea market interface if you try and click on any item it's only cash oh shit you're right yeah, yeah this is when they re, when they revamped the whole thing they removed player barters completely i didn't know this that. was i think this was probably when you weren't playing as much yeah okay when they changed this so so there are no player barters at all whatsoever it is not even an option so there's no point having barters like unchecked in your settings because right. now you'll see all of the trader barters and there aren't player barters. So you'll never get scammed. Not at least not by the trader anyway. Um, no, not sorry, not by players. You might get scammed by a trader, but you, you get to see the the trader barters there now. though. Yeah. And so if you like go right click link search on the Tarzan, the hunting matches barter is like it's the first option. Mm. And yet, you know, they were the hunting matches were like 8K. And you need one, one for a Tarzan, and Tarzans were 80k on the flea. Which is pretty funny. It also drove um, Ripstop up to a crazy price as well, because that was also an input for the, the BlackRock. But yeah, it's just funny. It's funny to see these things, you know? You, know, you see these like weird market like movements mm -hmm. just like emerging. That's why, that's why markets are cool, right? Because like no individual person needs to understand what's happening. Everyone just like acts within their own self interest. And like you get these like emergent patterns form out of just collective player behavior, which is quite cool. Um, and there's like, you know, you can see sort of like the information gap or not. Like in that one, there's definitely an information gap. Like it's one of my favorite bathers because I like the Tarzan because it's super cheap. Um, I, st I still prefer the Thunderbolt, but uh, yeah, so that, that was fun. So yeah, people, there was like a bunch of people just like farming scabs for like Tarzan rigs and like wherever. Like you just run, run around factory just like hoovering up Tarzan rigs and selling them on the flea for like 80k. Quite good. Yeah, no, um, that also there was also like a knock on too because for scav vest, so scav vest also got really expensive because you need scav vests to make ripstop, and scav vests are expensive anyway because people right. already buy Set them up. for setup and punisher. Yeah, yeah, and people already ignore the slickers barter for those because there's a slickers bar literally one slickers gets you a scav vest. People already ignore that barter, but then some people do the slickers barter too. And because Ripstop was so like 
it was so inflated. Even slickers got expensive. Hmm. That tells you how much demand there was. So you could then go and craft slickers. Wow! In the nutrition unit and make, and they were twenty k each at one point. Huh. So I was buying like, um, what is it? It's the like oat flake stuff. Yeah, you know, like oat flakes for like thirty, an old Yonka bar for like twenty, and then one other thing. I can't remember what the other one is. And uh, combine them together, and then you get seven stickers out. And I was selling seven stickers for like one hundred and forty thousand or something. So that was like that was short lived. That's gone away again. But like it's quite funny. Like I like the you know the ripples. It's mm-hmm. like the black rock, which requires this thing, and then there's this, <laughs> and then there's the rip stop, and then there's the scab vest, and then there's the slickest thing, but then there's a craft for that. And it's like just the way that it's all interconnected. Like if you know how to navigate these things, you can like pick the weak point in the supply chain and like make it on a money. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. (laughs) The spider web that is the Tarkov economy. Exactly, I'm sat in the middle. The big black spider, you know, just like <laughs> feeling, feeling <Rubles>. the lines. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so that's that was that's that. So which pretty good, but um, so good part. Does what does so good part four give you? I think that's the so good four. Is that the Gen four? I've literally just been looking at this. Uh, oh no! So, so okay, tech. so good part four is the tack tech craft. It's craft, yep. Which is really interesting. So I'm like, I'm literally in the middle of doing like a class five video at the moment because it's, well, <laughs> the, the long story short is that I got to level 35 and I was like, I still can't buy class five. What's going on? Like, where, where actually is it? So I kind of went through and, you know, did my usual sort of spreadsheetiness of it because before you could just, you know, once you got to purple three, you were like, oh, I could just pass for the current now. But I was like, I'm level 35 and I still can't buy any. Like, wh- wh- like where is this stuff? Because half it's behind quests, half of it's behind you know, crafts, half of it's behind like this, that and the other and level four traders and stuff. So I managed to like thread the needle through not doing precisely the right quest to get the class fives and also not being able to do circuit part three. So I couldn't do the crafts either. But um, now that we have access to the the craft from circuit part four, that allows you to basically like use modern alchemy <laughs> and turn one gak plate into two gak plates, yeah. which is cool. So that's the one that I've been doing. That one's quite good. Because like my class five is still pretty limited. But I think the, the GAC plates are like some of the best. Yeah. You know? I don't like the sappy them. plates. Like I like I don't know yet if there is any difference between the plates at class five. I'm not sure. I haven't seen any evidence yet that like any of them are any different, other than the material type and the amount of armor damage they take. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I haven't seen any difference. So you for the time we're... being, you may as well just use the lightest plate. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, do any of them have any special properties? Do some of them block damage where they shouldn't? Like, is steel and titanium different? Like, we suspected that for a bit, but then I did some testing on it, didn't seem any different. Of class 5, you're testing that? Yeah, and, like, it just doesn't seem to make any difference. So now I'm just like, well, just use the GAC plate because it's the lightest. Like, it's really light. Like, the monocleat plate is, like, 1.7 kilos. The GAC plate is, like, 0.97. Under a kilogram for a class 5 plate. So light. Wow, I didn't realize that really good it's like i think it's the best plate probably overall yeah um yeah the fact that you can like just swap out 
plates in the Western ones. Like, it just makes sense mm-hmm. to go for the lightest, highest class, you know, and an ultra high molecular body weight ethylene or whatever. Like, it's good on durability, you know, and repairability as well. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. bad. Like, I don't really know what the downside is. <laughs> I yeah, guess I availability think, and, like, yeah, availability. Because, um, like, the, the next one, right? So, the, the polymer one at class six, the GAC 4 S 2 that one is 2.7 kilos. So that's actually quite a heavy beast. Yeah. Um, there's, like, another one which is 2.4 kilos. Uh, I think that's it. So, like, yeah, class six, like, you're not really getting away with anything under, under two. So, to have class five at like 0.97 is like insanely good it's got like really low debuffs it's like minus one move minus one ergo it's it's weird because it's the only light plate in class five it's literally the only class five plate that's light and it's but in some ways i think that's an advantage because you can like the heavy plate is technically better i think the heavy plate like um granite one what do they call like buffs or whatever like the skills you know the skill that you oh, get the heavy skills plates. right yeah 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 i think it's technically better but it's like 25 million times easier to level the light plate skill <laughs> especially now i don't remember how you level the, them we have to just repair them with the repair kit oh, which brings me on to another topic actually which is don't ever repair anything with the repair kit if you actually yeah. want it to repair properly because right now it doesn't repair properly for some reason like even if you just repair just the plate i tried this like i had a plate right in my stash and I did the right-click repair and used the thing. It didn't repair it all the way. Mm-hmm. It was no, like 42 out of 45. It's like, what? Yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> I thought maybe yeah, it was a bug because of like all the plates inside of the rig yeah. thing. But no, it's just... And some people in my chat were like, oh, you know, you just have to press it a few times. And I'm like, no, man, because it's like reducing the max durability <laughs> yeah, every time. Like, you can't, like, no, that doesn't help. That's sure. I mean, well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know, because I actually did do that. And this one, I think it was actually this one. It's 44 out of 44. That's probably because it's polymer, though. Yeah, but shouldn't it be a decimal point when you look at it here? Yeah, yeah. Put it in a rig. You can't, you can't see the decimals without yes. putting the plate inside something. Oh. So you have to put it in, and then you mouse over the slot. It's right on. Yeah, I don't know. And that's where you see it. They might, they might be right though, but I'm not confident. So I'm not confident either. I, I don't know. I, I think that that. I don't think that works because it does do a repair, and so it will affect the max durability. Yeah, I think. Yeah, for something like steel and polymer, it probably doesn't matter that much. Right, right. Um, but again, it's just like I think I saw uh, there was uh, Teratex was talking about points. I think he was like, haven't power leveled or cheesed any armor stuff. Well, you know, Terra is like level sixty something. You know, Jesus. and he's just like played normally and repaired stuff. He's level six light vest and level three heavy. So like it just takes an eternity to level. It's just no point. But like that's that's the only real difference I can see is that the light plates like you can cheese light plate leveling a bit easier because you can like you could buy light plates just from the fleet, broken, repair them, sell them. Heavy plates is like a lot harder because there's just less armors for it, and especially now because it's all like plate related rather than aramid. All the aramids light. So, so yeah. So I think that that one is really good actually. The the tac tech graft from so it good for mm-hmm. that's actually really really cool. And like I think. I don't like. I was looking through the wiki. Like, the wiki's not right about everything yet, which is um, still a bit annoying. But just the way it is, like, there's so much stuff that's changed. It's hard for them to get everything up to date. It's like we're getting there, but there's still a few differences. I think so. According to the wiki, so at good part one begins at level twenty five. So if you just like rattle through the quests, you could end up with that. Um, at I don't know, like, what do you, level three lavatory? Do you need mechanic three? Uh, oof. 
Probably, I would imagine. It's probably like one, it's like probably a prerequisite somewhere down the line. That one I'm not Laboratory sure. Laboratory level three requires level two vents and level two water collector. What do you need for level two vents? Level two water collector. You need level two. Okay, well, maybe not. You need level two workbench. So maybe it's level 20 then. Okay. Or, so you, in theory, at level 25, you could get access to that tech, tech craft and start like producing gak plates every eight hours. Because. The only issue being, well, because you can get to level three lavatory and finish circuit, three, circuit four. Like, okay. The only issue being what? But it's really early, right? So I'm just saying, yeah, the, the only issue being you need a GAC plate start the process well if you don't have any plates of that form right. you actually can't do the craft you can turn one plate into two but if you have no plates you can't make a plate out of thin air you get ah uh, no so i think the earliest one yeah so people are saying like, i think you get hpc rick i think you get a uh maybe you get hpc somewhere i know if you do living high who I think he gets ACPC. I think. Um, but that's like, you have to complete like a few things there and do fuel conditioners and whatever. Because um, the only other way, like the earliest trade away you can get that is Ragman 4. Because mm-hmm. you have to have the HPC Barto. Maybe you do get HPC now. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I didn't think you did because I've only got two HPC rigs and they both came from the Gav case from the Moonshine. Uh, Living Highs, Crime Not Part 2, you get a AACP. Yeah. So AACPC, you can do that from Living High 2, and that's like one way to start it. And I think you also get a craft for the ACPC as well, doing that one. So you probably actually don't need to even craft the tech tech, because the ACPC craft is like quicker, also has gag plates in it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gives you two sappy side plates as well. So it's actually technically better, I believe. It comes in the... Plates comes in that uh, Osprey, I wonder. Icom, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's not the The GAC plates don't really come in very many. Um, uh, what have I got here? Yeah, so the level five, so they come in the, the Goons SNS Precision, ACPC, the HP, the Hextech HPC, the Tech Tech, and that's it. So you kind of have to do, you either have to like, Find one of those four armors. You have to find a plate on its own in like a stash. You have to complete living high two to get a AACPC to kickstart the process. Get and the way I did it, get one of the armors in the moonshine. So I got two HPCs out of the moonshine. That allowed me to kickstart the process just now. Otherwise, I still wouldn't have one. Or get to level 42 for Ragman. Or have a friend drop you one. Like, there's a few ways. You know, you just need one. Once you, once you have one, you can make as many as you like. Obviously, time-gated. You can only make three a day. Um, and four a day, I think, with the AACPC. And then you do what I've been doing, which is, like, you put a front plate class five and then a back plate class four. What are you confused about? What are you looking at? <laughs> Sorry, I was just clicking around. So I just noticed there's two plates, technically three, but two plates on Peacekeeper... The oh god, Elpharos, <laughs> and then the New Sphere, and the yeah. New Sphere is aluminum forty five, uh, two point one five. Oh, okay, I guess that's the difference maker. Anyways, 
the ceramic, the other one's ceramic, which is also 45, but the ceramic one's more expensive or less, yeah, more expensive by just like $11 or so. Whereas the new sphere is a little bit cheaper. But I was like, why is that the case? Because ceramic's worse, but technically the ceramic's lighter. So I guess that's the difference there. Or you just go on the flea and buy the monocleat. Or you just go on the flea. <laughs> yes. Because it's by far the best one, yeah. as far as I can tell. It's also really cheap. Like, I don't, like, 23,000 rubles, like, that's really... I think it comes in a few different armors. Like, yeah, it's pretty I common. Think. Trooper. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Emek, I'm pretty sure. Banshee. Banshee. Emek. Yeah. And the Trooper. Yeah. And you find quite a few Emeks and Banshees, I think, around. Yeah. So. All right. Shall we jump on to yeah. Ragman 4? Yes. Okay, so... I'm not there yet. <laughs> I unlocked Ragman 4, and I was quite blown away at some of the stuff you get, because as I was telling Giga earlier, before the cast, it's just like, you do all these Ragman quests, and like half the rewards, like most of them, feels like they're either unlocking stuff on Ragman 2 or Ragman 4. There's like hardly any Ragman 3 unlocks. I think the Thor is the only, like one of the few, and maybe the other Osprey, is like one of the few Ragman 3 unlocks. Like, I'll put you like this. The, the ones that you do unlock on Ragman 3 are, like, just not useful. But there's, like, a ton of stuff you get on Ragman 4. Like, innately plus the unlock. So, I was like, dude, this is kind of crazy. So, A, you could get the... Pretty sure this is, like, an, just an innate thing you get. The granite ballistic plate, side plates, classic ceramics, 20 armor points. It's, like, a little bit heavier than some of the other side plates. And, like, yeah, it has, like, a little bit more penalties. But, like, it's it's cheaper. Like, it's actually just cheaper than the run you buy from Peacekeeper. Like, the it's six, this one's 16k. The one you buy from, like, Peacekeeper, the nicer one. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Is that the ESAPI? Yeah, yeah, the ESAPI. This guy. The one from 157. This just costs more rubles. Like, <laughs> unless you just want to spend your dollars, spend your dollars, sure. But, like, for, you know, this one just costs less, effectively. Like, yeah, it's a little bit heavier, but I don't think that really matters all that much. I've actually had the side plates save me, so I feel like they're kind of worth. I didn't think they were ever going to do anything, but they actually have done stuff before, so. I think the only, like, the only interjection that I would make sure. on it is that the granite ballistic is what I'm, so I've got, like, a few different categories that I've been, I've slowly been, like, compiling the master list, and I'm, I'm pretty close. I think plates-wise, I'm, I think I'm there, um, pretty much. But um, the these ones come under limited universal, is what I was calling. Oh, it. interesting. So they can't go in everything. I did not know that. They can go in. They can go in most things. And interestingly, they can go in some Western stuff. So they can go in the Osprey. They can go in the Thor. They can go in the ANA tactical rigs. They can go in like the Eclipse RBAV, the MAC Strandhog stuff like that. But they can't go in the Gen Four, for example. And they can't go in like most of the, well, most of the rigs don't have side slots, but there's like, yeah, there's like some random things that they can't go into, which is a bit strange. Mm, yeah, I see that. Interesting. I did not realize uh, but like that. The good, like some of the good ones you, they, they, they can go into. So it's like, yeah, Sobralo, Gazelle, Karasa, like these are all Eastern stuff. So that, you know, that makes sense. Defend over Duke, da da da. But then it can go into the OTV, the two Thors, the, the ANA M1 and M2, the A18, the ACPC. And the two Ospreys, I believe. That's good to know. Mm. Which is quite interesting. 
Um, yeah, so you get like some Alton uh, wrist T face shields, different, you know, the class four face shields. You can trade a GPU for a Vulcan. <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh, you could buy the <laughs> Shattered Mask for 8,000 rubles at Ragman 4, which seems really like weird, but it's there, I guess. Like, I don't know if you really like the Shattered Mask, you labs mains. Um, there's tons of armors, but like it's mainly kind of the barter. So like one thing I was looking at was like the slick. And this is like just so weird and bizarre, but it's still like pretty much the same trade as I recall. I think it used to be paracord, so maybe they changed that. Anyways, it's three troopers, six Kadoras, one aramid, or sorry, six aramids, and you get a slick, and it comes with the class six plates. But the catch is like you could just sell the naked slick back to ragman for like 150,000 rubles which is yeah sorry, it's just like what and so it's like you effectively pay for like the cost of the troopers pretty well much like the troopers are usually like 80k on the fleet maybe they'll start going up like right now they're down to like 55k and like you don't even they don't have to have the plates it can just be the naked trooper right so you it's like you just you're effectively just buying the plates but you have to do like all this like weird like <laughs> jumping through hoops but it's like kind of like i haven't done the math but to me it just like you know my guesstimation it seems like pretty worth doing if you want the class six plates like it's not that expensive mm -hmm. uh the same with the like this one's a little bit more expensive but the hpc uh you can get the the gak plates the ones we were just talking about yeah the class five ultra poly there for three rollers, which is more expensive for sure. Um, because I think the thing only sells back for like 50k, like just the naked part. Actually, I could probably just find out. I'll do one real so quick. It's so it's probably like 70k for plate, or only 65k for plate. But I mean, they are the best plus five plate, in my opinion. Yeah, and you, I mean, you get two plates. Uh, so let's see. Gotta refresh. Okay, so 30, 33k, it's not as much. Uh, okay, just so it's quite low. Back. Yeah, yeah. So what, you pay... Uh, what was those, like 60k? So 90k divided by 2, 55k for the plates? Something like that? Quick what do you mass? say was 90? So, uh, so the rollers... What was the total? 100, was like 180? Were they 60 each? Something like that, the rollers. Yeah, yeah, 60 each. <laughs> and the rig okay, sells so back 180 for 30. 180 and then the rig's 30. Oh no, it says so one twenty. One fifty <laughs> divided by two? Seventy five? Uh yeah. So yeah, seventy five K each, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Actually kind of pricey. But they are the best, yeah, they're the best armors yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So like, you know, what are you what are you gonna do with them? What are you gonna put them in? I mean, you could just like put them in I don't know. Anything really, a carasa or something. Or you could do like the Osprey Barter with Peacekeeper and yeah, there's the sledgehammer for a defender, which I think is really good. I mean, I I don't think I'll use it, but I think that's pretty good. Um, what's the defender come with? What's, what place class is that? Five, uh, the granite BR four, front and back. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one's interesting. That's actually an interesting plate because it's a eastern plate. This is the one that comes in the Zabralo and like the Redoute and mm -hmm. stuff. But if you go over the armor areas on the defender, um, itself. The Thor armor. Yeah, if you open it, no on defender on the defender. If you open it up and you go into the armored areas, I think it's the the second drop down. You know, on the right hand side. Yeah, that one. 
Uh, does it say like what does the plate say? Actually, I've, I, I can bring it up myself. So Front and back. That's far. For it. Yeah. Oh, it says. Oh, sorry. No, it's yeah. It's on the armor. It's on the top one. It's on the the, the top drop down. Yeah. So it says fr dot plate, mm-hmm. which is the cool thing, um, because fr dot plate is the sappy plate. Because mm-hmm. F dot plate is the eastern plate, and you can tell because it's different on the armor area. And so that oh. one, despite being an eastern armor, actually has the sappy plate model. So I you've see. got like the benefits of the nice square plate I in see. the eastern style, which is kind of cool. Then again, those don't go in everything. Mm-hmm. So that's like limited universal. So they'll go in the back of a press armor or like a gazelle. Mm-hmm. They'll go in the front of a defender. They'll go in the osprey, but they won't go in a gem four. Is it, you got that kind of like situation again, kind of weird. Yeah, but it's good. You know, it's good. It's good enough. There's enough armors that they'll go into that it's like fine. So same you know for I mean? the readout then, also. Yeah. Which you can. So also they'll go into do the into the yeah they'll go into the readout. Two books for manuals, which I think that's probably worth doing. Like you just have so many, like insane options here, which is just kind of like. I mean, I don't know why you would ever do an OTV, but you could for a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> and you could. The option's there. Uh, wait, this isn't class four. Sorry. Or fragment four. Because um, you can, I think you could just straight up buy, you can just straight up buy an AVS. There's the barter for one TT, two gold chains, which is like a lot cheaper than it used to be. Um, that's the main stuff. I mean, you can just buy the, the Barkerly, the backpack. That one's okay, because that actually has like the Karun front in it. Yeah, the, um, yeah. So that's class five, but it's got class two backing. Is the issue, and I don't know how much they cost. Like, oh, as far as the airmen, yeah. yeah. So like, oh, the problem. That's the problem with all of those ones. Like those, those front and backs, they only fit in the Karunt, the Bagari, the six B twenty three one, and the six B twenty three two, and they're all class two aramid. So there's like, there's no way with that plate. There's absolutely no way that you can get class three. There's just, there's just no way. You can't do it. It doesn't exist. So you could sell back just the Bagari for forty-four thousand rubles. That's not bad. Like, the, what was the cost price for Magman again? Uh, one. You just buy in cash, don't you? One forty-five. One forty-five. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's like a hundred k. You get the front plate and the back plate, both class five. Which you might be able to buy that cheaper though. One egg. That's 44k for the front plate. Yeah, I think the plates are only like 70 together. Yeah. It's probably not worth it. Oh, the Karund, on the other hand, comes with uh, side plates too. So maybe that's more worth it. But then it's like 185. That one's more expensive. So yeah, you're probably still better off just buying the plates. Yeah. The other crazy part was the barters for like the back, uh, backpacks. Like VPX for a blackjack, it's pretty expensive. But if you want it, it's there. The big one, though, was this gun, this Trooper 35. It's two condensed milks and one regular milk. This thing holds, like, 35. It's actually extremely light. Like, the actual physical weight's one kilogram. Like, the penalties are kind of kind of rough, but it is a big, like, a surplus size backpack. Um, yeah, that was, like, the meta bag before, but then they locked it behind some annoying quest last wipe. Mm. So, I guess, like, now... It, is, it, is it just back now? That's many yeah. tiger... What's it called? Trooper, Trooper 35. 35? Yeah, let's have a look. Let's see. Oh no, it's just this barter. Okay. Yeah, that was like, they put that behind some like really high quests before. 
I can't remember what it was, but anyways, it's it's back here at Recommend Force. So yeah, Recommend Force is like absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was out of time. It was out of time quest. That was it. The clock one. Yeah, chat's reminding me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I heard about the egg quests. Where you had to um, go and, like, get, like, twelve, yeah. Yeah, 20 different clocks <laughs> from around all the maps, you know? No way. Now, like, apparently that one's, I think that one's broken at the moment. There's one barter that I've not been able to ascertain, like, where it's from. Um, and that one is for the Gen 4 full. Which, you can see the barter on the flea, but nobody knows what it is. And I asked around on Twitter and Teratex doesn't even know what it is because he was the one who replied to me and he was like, I'm level 60 odd and I still don't have it. And a lot of people were saying like, I think it's out of time. Um, and uh, I think Parents showed me a link to it. Like he's got the quest, but it shows, but you can't complete it right now. But I think it's like, I think it's like broken or something. Like there's certain, like, I think some of them you can't, you can't grab them or something. I don't know. There's something, like, people were talking about like that quest needing to be fixed. I've never bothered trying to do it, so I don't know. But um, yeah. it seems like there's something wrong with it. The other one I was really curious about is the Anna Tactical M1 barter. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find it on the wiki either, but it's locked behind a quest. And I don't oh, know. Oh, that's true. I still have that as question marks as well, actually. Yeah, like I wonder if that's a... Like I'm kind of wondering if they're bugged, you know, like they forgot or something. Yeah. I don't know where... Like I don't know what that would be because there's only... Can you see all the locked quests? Yeah, I, only, I mean, if this is accurate, I only have two more Ragnar quests. You can't quests. see all of them. Oh, you can't see all of them? Okay. No. So, this, you can't believe the 29 or 31? I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. I don't think it shows you them all. But needless to say, there's a lot of different options. Someone was asking in chat, um, they were saying, you know, now, the important part, like, can you use these slick plates in the Gen 4? Mm-hmm. And the answer is like, definitely yes. Mm-hmm. So like, the, this is the thing about the slick, like the slick is useless. Yeah, Don't use the slick, sell the slick, buy something else, buy like the Gen 4 HMK or Osprey Protect or what, you know, whatever you want and just put the slick plates into that. And you could just like, I mean, what I would probably do is go like six front, five back if I was at that stage of progression. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't end up like wasting it, or whatever. Like, it depends on how many barters you can do. Like, if you've got infinite classic plates, then then fine. Yeah, just do six front and six back. But like, if you want to, if you if you need to be slightly careful about it, then like do six front, five back because that would would be fine. Like at the moment with my limited class five, you've you've got infinite class five there. Um, but with yeah, like much. my slightly limited class five, um, I'm like a prep or four, but I'm not even a peacekeeper four, so I can't do the osprey one. I've got these like gak plates appearing every eight hours. So I'm doing class five front, class four back. Um, but surprisingly, I get I'm getting loads of these armors back on streets. Like I literally just had a Thor back with the GAC play at front and a class four Spartan Omega at the back. I've got another one that's just appeared in um in my insurance as well. Like I'm getting quite a few of these. So I've got like a little stash now. It's not not too bad. I've got quite a few class fives. So I'm not really at risk of running out, which is good. <coughs> yeah, this the slick feels kind of like wrong like it just feels wrong that the base slick sells back for that much you know what i mean like no yeah, plates like, it sells back for too much there's like aspects of that in different areas that feels weird hmm. like it shouldn't be the case but anywho 
it seems pretty good for just Ragman 4 has got like so much supply of class 5 and 6 plates that you can strip and put in whatever you want yeah that's the thing because now you can just like now you can buy those things and put them in other things and you can buy the free carriers just on the flea mm-hmm. with no plates in them like you can do what you like yeah you know you can really do what you like the um you probably end up with like more plates than you know what to do with because the plates kind of or the, the carriers <laughs> the carriers on the flea are still I, I think they're still too expensive really like you know if you wanted to go and buy an osprey protection it's like 200k on the fleet with no plates in it at all like obviously the peacekeeper barter for three ssds is like out of stock but that should be cheaper than even and that comes with two class five plates right yeah, like there's some, yeah. there's a weird right now where like the, the carriers are just too much like people are willing to pay for this class three armor it's like I, I was pointing this out to chat the other day we were looking at like um the gazelle is its kind of own thing because you can't buy the gazelle anymore bizarrely i think they're like right. there might be a way of gazelle. But um, another one of these, like, supposedly there may be a craft. There's some, like, some rumors of a craft, maybe. But it's, again, it's like, must be off in the, you know, you probably got to be level 7,000 and, you know, completed <laughs> Kappa three times or whatever. But you look on the flea between the press, Zhuk, and the digital Zhuk. The digital Zhuk is, like, 240k for a new one. The press armor is, as you would expect, 25,000 rubles. Literally, the only difference between them is one's got class three soft, one's got class two soft. That's it. Well, let's take a look here, because I would wager, I'm going to buy this press for 240k. I'd wager the sellback price has got to be pretty high. Probably not that high. Not 240k high. Okay, 87k sellback. Still quite high. It's still quite high, yeah. So that's like the bare minimum it can go on the flea for, in theory. But that would be more reasonable, right? I think down there but like you know, people are willing to pay for the class it's just because you don't get them very often so they're quite rare yeah have them finding raid um, most of the supply comes from the traders i think like this is sort of showing i think this is less about like demand and more about supply mm-hmm, in my opinion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think the supply is just so tight yeah because the vast majority of players and you know this is really where tarkov's like economic system comes to fore is that the vast majority of armor is gotten from the traders like or an overwhelming amount. Yeah. And so that means that people aren't finding as much of it in Rage, which means people aren't putting them up on the fleet because they can't. They're just not even finding them. So the few people who are willing to buy Class 3 armor, soft armor, end up having to pay quite a lot for it because even if the demand's only quite is small, there's just like there's just no supply. So it ends up being really expensive. All right. Plus, if you're someone like me, I can just go to like Peacekeeper or Ragman rather and then do the barter for the Thor and get my class three that way, right? Yeah, and you get plates in it. Right, yeah. I mean, you can just sell them, but you get, class, you get, you get the plates in them. Yeah, exactly. You can just buy them from the traders. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like the Gen 4s are, you know... Actually, the, you know, I think the Gen 4s are probably some of the better value ones, honestly. Really? Yeah, like the Gen 4 oh, from the fleet. is like, it's like 100k. For what it gives you, I think that I honestly think they're pretty good. Defend on the flea. 127. Yeah, it's all right. What about the Redute? Oh, Redute's actually really cheap. 93k. That's actually not bad. For what you get, that's not terrible. Yeah, for what you get, that's not... That's Oh, yeah, they're probably getting them from the quest. That's why Maybe, they're being That's probably flooded. why that was pressed. Yeah. Because mm. you can actually put... Um, you can put some... 
Western plate in mm-hmm. the Redoubt. But I don't know if it's an, I don't know if you can put any class five ones in. Hmm. I wonder whether that's just because it's not coming up. That's actually quite an interesting that's actually an interesting thing. I wonder if you can. Hold on. Let me just have a quick look. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued now. I've intrigued myself. Let's say PI level. Yeah, you can. You can. You can. So you can put like a GAC plate in the Redoot. Okay. It just it comes with the sappy, like the, the eastern sappy to start with. Mm-hmm. But then as we said, it also takes the western sappy side plates. So more like the Fort Redoot M is more like a western armor than it is an eastern one. Bizarrely. Yeah, some of these things are weird, right? It's like the gazelle. The gazelle you can't buy anymore. And the gazelle has now got this like weird thing where it's 400,000 rubles because there's a quest where you need to deposit two of them on interchange, which is relatively early. So like, And there's not that many. You get them on scavs, sure. But again, it's like there's not that many of them. And so because everybody needs one, they're like really expensive. <coughs> yep. <clears throat> yeah. So it's a bit strange right now. Yeah. It's a bit strange. Um, all right, yeah, so we move on to our five guns to try on patch 14 segment. I really struggled. I struggled so bad trying to figure out like what to put on the list here, but well, (laughs) let's let's go for it. I'm gonna talk about other guns as we go along because I can't not, but uh, you could you could you start us off. Should we alternate? Yeah, let's alternate. So, uh, this was kind of like it's an easy pick. Uh, AKS74U, just really any of the AKs. So, I, I, you know, we used to talk a lot about hidden stats. I've heard they're still in the game. I actually did try an AK101 and 102, and it does kind of prefer like a left, you know, diagonal slant instead of being completely vertical. The recoil is like slanted, which is interesting. But hidden stats, apparently they're still in, but how much they matter, no good idea. But, anyways, AKS74U, I think it's pretty solid choice. Unfortunately, I feel like BSG have kind of ruined the AKs, not only 7.62, but the 5.45s, because there's so many of them, but the AKS-74U is just kind of just the better choice. I think maybe in the very early stages of the wipe, the longer AKs might be better, like stock in some niche scenarios, with, or like with limited modding. But uh, mm. now that they added the new Pilgrim... Uh, What's that called? Receiver, where you can like slap on optics on the rear. You can even slap on yep. scopes. Like I was actually using a. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're gonna you're gonna cringe, but I was using the um, P Lad 4X scope. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> early early in the life, yeah, I was using this with the uh, the new Goliath M Lock, and uh, I was using just oh. to take out uh, sniper scavs and such. Yeah, but that um, is goofy looking. It's goo. I, I, you know what? You say goofy. I say tactical. All right. I think it looks. I think it looks poggers, bro. You know, slapping the the new. Is this new? Yeah, I guess it's kind of new. The twenty round mag in there. Get that extra ergo. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about the ergo. The swipe, which is a lot of fun. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, this thing and just you know early. It's just a good all around gun. Early wipe, late wipe. I mean, the late wipe meta build is pretty much the same. In my opinion, like even if you wanted to just to kit it out early on, once you get flea with the XRSU 74U, the big 
the, the meta handguard because they get you get like two of them as a quest reward they're constantly being flown to flee so you can like <laughs> you can get them pretty cheap but yeah i think mm-hmm. this gun's just good all around cheap uh fairly easy to mod especially now with the new options you could do the pt1 yeah, pilgrim thing with that pilgrim backside thing it just makes it so easy yeah yeah and once you get the the rubber butt pad if you don't have like max traders you can just do the pt1 and the butt pad on it because apparently that's the thing you can do now and it's the same mm-hmm. as the pt3 stats wise it's heavier but it's cheaper <laughs> yeah so how, how much do you really care you know when it's cheaper so yeah i think just a good kind of all-around easy gun that's my number five what you got that's cool I've kind of gone in order of uh, like caliber, kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to start with, and this is like this is a slightly dodgy choice. This is like best in caliber is the kind of the way that I've seen. I'm going to go with the vector, the nine mil vector, which is a weird one because I haven't actually used the gun myself, but I I expect it to be really good because I've been using the MPX. Yeah. And the MPX is feeling amazing. Like, the Vector's quite expensive. That's one of the reasons why I wasn't using it early. And, like, I haven't used these 9mm guns for a little bit. But the MPX is, like, awesome. You get 41 round mags with it, so you keep a lot of ergo. Like, it's, you know, the, the fire rate feels good. Um, it's, it's just pretty decent. I've seen some people using the Vector, and I think it's just going to be a better version of the MPX. Or, yeah, the, M- the MPX. Because you can get the 50 round drum, as you've got on the screen there. The ergonomics, like, it's really, it's a light gun anyway, so it doesn't really matter so much with Ergo. You're always going to have, like, pretty good ADS speed and stuff. Um, you can go suppress. It fires at, like, a crazy RPM. Like, in my opinion, this is the wipe of the RPM more so than anything else. Yeah. Like, previously, it was kind of a balance between, like, RPM, but also recoil and, like, a few other things, whereas now it's, like, RPM and Ergo, because the recoil is basically manageable on most guns until you get into the really, really big, powerful bullets. The RPM is, like, what you're looking for because like if the recoil is controllable on every gun down at these like smaller calibers then like armor armor and the way that player like hitboxes work now it's much more like bitty so previously it was like well if i'm shooting at a man wearing like normal stuff he's gonna have like plus four around his head yes it's the face hitbox but then everything else is also plus four and then there's arms, which I don't really care about anyway. They're just going to get in the way and absorb stuff. So, like, I need to have, like, class 4 rated ammo. Whereas now, you don't really need to because they've only got class 4, like, here. Yes, the head hitbox is still there, but there's the new throat hitbox. There's the there's gap around the plate as well. There's, like, if they're turned on the side, then they stand no chance. You know, it's crazy. And so with these guns, I feel like you just want the highest rate of fire that you can so that you can get enough rolls of the dice around their armor as possible. And that's the deal with it, right? And it's like, you want to get like a face shot, a neck shot, around the plate shot, and under the armpit shot. And if you do that with a 30-pen bullet, you'll kill them in two hits if you hit them in any of those places. And so that's why I think the Vector's probably going to be like, the, it's like the primo of all of those things. Massive drum mag, has really high rate of fire. Um, and you could buy like, you could just buy AP 6.3 like crazy. I think they upped the, it was out, sold out constantly on Peacekeeper. But you can like buy every reset now. Oh, I've okay. got loads of this stuff. And I'm waiting to use the Vector because I think it's going to be really good. Like, even with PSD, though, like, PSD is okay. PSD will get through, like, class 2 soft armor. People wearing class 3, then it'll, it'll get caught. But that's hopefully what the AP 6.3 is for. But you can buy, like, 210 AP 6.3. So it should be okay. Like, half stack your mags with PSD. Do the 50 drums, which go in a 2 by one slot. I think this gun's going to be sick, actually. I, like, I, I'm, I'm excited to try it, but I just haven't really had an opportunity yet. So mm-hmm. the MCX is kind of what I'm basing it off. And this is just a better version of the MCX, in my opinion. Hmm. 
Oh, this would be nutty. Someone's asking about the MP9. I've act- I have actually used the MP9 N a bit, and that also feels insane. Yeah. And that's with like 30 rounders too. You can't even get a drum for that. Like I was, I actually felt like I could just target people's faces and just spray them and they, and they die. There's a bit of few that I've even surprised myself because like, I don't, I don't really consider myself a particularly skilled shooter. There's been a couple of them where it's just like, I like come around the, like, because the ADS speed is like non-existent on that thing. You come around the corner and you're just like, and just laser them right in the face. It's like, I've had a couple of them on factory where it's just, they, they appear, I just like snap to their head and they just instantly die. It's like, oh my God. And with the MP9N, it's like 1100 RPM. Mm-hmm. Like outrageous, outrageous. Yeah. And so good. 71 Ergo, like that's actually really good. It's crazy. So you can suppress it, put a little sight on it. Like what's the weight of that thing at the minute? Mm, two and the one you're building <laughs> two kilos like it's just it's just instant ads right you can hold you can hold an angle for as long as you like like it's you know it stops performing so well over like longer distances partly because the rounds are quite slow i have actually experienced that especially with uh especially with the mpx as well Go, like shooting over long range where it's like mm. oh it's actually like they're, they're running and i have to like try and lead a bit because it is pretty slow the bullets <laughs> you'd be surprised it's only a short distance can actually start to make a bit of a difference if they're like sprinting left or right. But yeah, it's, they're, they're all good. But I think the Vector's probably just like on the peak of this pyramid of 9mm. I think 9mm is like pretty good now. Like 9mm is the way, it's, it's in the space where I wanted it to be in forever. Yes. Like, yes. The recoil is low enough, but you take the downside on the, on the ammo, but it's not OP because of it, because like the plate will absorb it and class three will absorb it, unless you're using like the good bullets like AP 6.3, which are, you know, limited in some sense, but there's enough of it to go around. Like if, it just feels like everything's like quite balanced about it now. I, I like it. I think it's decent. Yeah. I agree. I need. I, I. It's kind of unfortunate because of all the questing and quest restrictions. It's like no. you have to use certain guns. So I haven't like had the opportunity to like try a lot of these things. I've been dying to try. It. Now that I'm like max traders, it's like well, <laughs> now I can just use most of the good stuff. So all this like mid tier stuff is kind of not useful. Yeah. But you spend a week using like the one five three. Then you spend a week doing volties. Then you spend a week with the SVD. It's yes. like, yeah. Let me do what I want. Uh, so the next one I have on my list is the MP5 SD. I've been using this one a ton for like, literally questing, like Bolty as a secondary for like Shooterborn, and then some type of SMG. Usually this or the SR2. But I'm more, I like the SD. I mean, just a, it's just like it just looks so cool, right? You know, I just I love the yeah. look of it, aesthetics. Uh, B, I think because you can get AP 6.3 at peacekeeper three versus you need prepper four i think to get nine by 21 bt for the sr2 which it has like Mm. 32 pin or 33 pin it's like a little bit better than ap 6.3 but because you get as i said ap 6.3 so much sooner it's just like this just feels kind of better my opinion yeah uh but yeah i just run with like 30s just slap on the site laser mpsd you know it's good to go like it's just it's been really really solid i like it it just feels really good. I love the S- SMGs feel really good now. I'm like I'm, I'm sharing your enthusiasm for how good they feel to use, and they feel balanced because they're not like super accurate at you know like it wouldn't want to shoot it at 100 meters at that you know mm. slow bullet velocity as well. But for what they're especially on that guy, yeah. But for what they're good at, they're they're good at right. So it feels good. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's like the flip side of the MPX though. Yeah, yeah. MP- MPS is another one that I've been using. That's pretty nice as well. You can use either, honestly. Whatever if you want to spend a little bit more. So the the next one um, was stepping up into the like intermediate calibers, and I've like skipped all of the 
five four fives. Like I just haven't really used them that much. I kind mm-hmm. of agree with you on the uh the seventy four U, but like outside of the very early game, I've just not used it. So the the next one on my list is the org. Um in five five six. The the org is like actually insane. Now I need to go and do a proper test between the org A three and the org A one modified to be an A three. To be yeah. honest with you. But I've been using because once you get to Peacekeeper three, you can like well, you could buy the org A one at Peacekeeper One. And it's actually quite a good gun. Like if you can use the scope, which is you know, it's 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 okay. It's actually all right. Like the yeah. gun has like insanely low recoil to start with. The scope kind of sucks, but in the new recoil model, like it doesn't black out everywhere, so it's it is usable. Yeah. Um, you just can't put a laser on, which is a bit of a shame. So, like point fire is like quite bad this wipe, and it's but without a laser, it's like extra bad. You do have to be a bit careful of that, but it's not too bad. But once you get to Peacekeeper three, you can swap the upper out for the A three upper, uh, put the barrel back on put the foregrip back on, and then you can use whatever site you like. And that's what I've been doing, and I think that's slightly cheaper than the A3. It, it probably comes out to about the same. Now, you used to not want to do this because of the way the hidden stats worked. Right. But because So I've had, I've had a little look at it as well, and I think that they are still there, but I think that it's basically meaningless at this point. I don't think the hidden stats really control probably. anything of any worth. Um, and so I think the difference between the A1 and the A3 is like, I don't think it's really mm-hmm. anything. Um. I, think, I really don't think there's any difference between the two from my like anecdotal experience so far. I need to go and do like a proper scientific test between the A3 and the A1. But I think they're about the same, about the same uh, recoil. But needless to say, even the A1 with the A3 modifications, it's a freaking laser for, as far as like the five or six guns go. Like the, I think the I've got a build which is, uh, and lots of people keep telling me like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't compare between guns on recoil, which I think used to be more true than it is now mm-hmm. but like the min recoil like that aside the min recoil m4 is 45 vertical recoil and yeah the fire rate is different so yeah it does matter a bit but like what's that org on the screen that you've got there it's probably 44 or something 43 yeah 43 so it's basically like the same recoil number for what that's worth as the like the lowest physical m4 right. that you can make and like most of the 556 guns start somewhere in the 80s i think the mdr is like 70 odd um from my experience so far and the way that I understand the system to work right now, I think vertical recoil does exactly what it used to do, which is it it determines the how far the muzzle rises between each gunshot. Mm-hmm. But because the um the return to center hidden stat has basically been deleted, like it doesn't doesn't control anything anymore, the gun just goes up in a vertical line for the first five shots. So you can basically see the vertical recoil stat one, two, three, four, five, and then you have this full auto spray pattern thing mm-hmm. at the top. Um and so I think vertical recoil literally just plays like linearly into the distance between those first five yeah. points. And then I think it's the size of the, the thing afterwards. Again, this is not scientific. This is just like my anecdote so far as after me using the system for a while. So I think that the org then is just like, it's crazy because it's basically like half the recoil of all the other guns and you don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. Um, and what I do with the org is I stick the mini monster on the end and I've got one that came back in insurance here actually. So this is a, I've got an org A1, org A1 modified to be an A3. And it's got a mini monster and it's got an Elkan on it and it's 53 ergo and 43 vertical recoil. And it's 715 RPM. So it's like pretty close to the M4. It's like halfway between the MDR and the M4. So it's like decent RPM. You can get 42 rounders for it if you want. Um, if you want to like wear a 1x3 style rig, but I've not been bothering. I've just been putting 30s in it. And it feels really good. It feels really good. I love the org. I think it's great. Yeah, Aug is great. It's unfortunate that Peacekeeper only sells 10, level 1 sells 10 render mags for it, but if you can get Peacekeeper 2, it really opens up. I was using that a lot on the shoreline. The AUG was very good. Mm. 
if you want to be really cheeky, you can just like buy a second organ and sell it, sell it and get Can't a second 30. But like, you know, it's an expensive way to do it. Yeah. I mean, you could just keep them, you know, and just use them, <laughs> just keep <laughs> using the hogs. Have like an insurance of hogs coming. <laughs> an organ both slots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's where we at. Number three. Uh, number three for me. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think because I don't want to spoil too much here. Um, dang. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. All right, I'll go with it. It's kind of a meme pick, but I like it. It's the Glock. I know what you're thinking. Uh-oh. What? Well, I was using the 18C. A... <laughs> no, the 17. Just oh. a regular Glock. So what I've been doing, there's a couple of this is kind of gonna be like a barter related thing, but um I was using the Glock a lot for when I was doing like a bunch of bolty quests, whether it's shooterborn or whatever. And because the pistols actually work now, <laughs> like the bullets actually go where your irons are. There's not this weird... There used to be this issue with pistols where if you spam the pistol too fast, the bullets would fly low. And we think it's because how the game gun animation physics worked is the pistol had like a... All the pistols had like an extremely high return to the center time. But they had like insane recoil. Like this one has 280 right now. And um, because of that, it would like snap back. And when it would snap back, it would like divot down. So if you've, depending on the cadence of how, how you shot your pistol, there's a potential that your bullets would fly down below your sights because of how aggressive the snapback was. But that seems to be gone now. Like it's, it feels, the pistols basically go where you shoot the bullets. And what I was doing is I was using this Glock uh, with like the orange, not orange, sorry, the, the ghost ring sights is that they just look so mm-hmm. good. Unfortunately, they cost arrows, but there's a different ways you get circling with that. But anyways... And I was using that to take out scabs with like PSO bullets, you know, and then use my Mosin or, you know, VPO, whatever, to like shoot at players or sniper scabs or whatever, you know, and it's, it's just felt so good. It killed PMCs with it, even like it's just, it just feels so, I can't describe how good it feels to shoot like the, the irons Glock. Like, I don't know. It's something about it, but <laughs> there is a couple of like pretty good barters you can do. One is, uh, it's probably gonna be easier to go to pistols. There's this one, um, the Glock 17 with the orange slide. It comes with a few different attachments. Uh, <laughs> it costs two tall WD-40s, and you basically can sell back some of the parts um, to pay Appreciate. for like the cost of some of your components for the barter. And I would just put like a, the suppressor on that doesn't block the irons, and I would buy like the irons I like, because I think the irons help a lot. And then there's the, uh, this one as well, the Glock Spartan, with, like, this has, like, the best parts on it, in terms of Glock, like, for stats-wise, right. if you really care about it. Except for, like, there's, like, a uh, a pistol grip that costs euros. It really sucks that some of the Glock parts cost euros, because I hate spending euros, because I know you, you need them for various things later on. But anyways, uh, this one comes with the irons, the really nice irons, and it's only... <laughs> Two magnets, which I think is pretty good value uh, for what you're getting, and you could sell back some of the stuff and slap on the suppressor. So yeah, if you want to do like a cheap pistol run, definitely the WD40 
just feels good, you know, just land them headshots, kill kill some scavs, you know, low risk, high return. I think I think it's actually like pistols feel really good. It's like Yeah, I love I just I'm just happy pistols feel good. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I honestly because I'm not really a big pistol guy, I've like hardly used any, so I have no comment to make really about them other than I almost think they're like maybe overtuned. Like they they feel kind of like rifles now or something as opposed mm. to like it's almost as if like we've gone from the whole model where like the only things that made sense were pistols to now like the only things that don't make sense is pistols almost. Um which is like obviously the better way to be, but like they've got very, very low recoil. I, mean, yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. I don't think it matters. Like pistols are underpowered anyway, like relative to everything else. So it's okay that they're a bit like, you know, a little bit low recoil, you know. I'd rather them be, them be that way around than just be unusable. But uh, I've not really used them, so All right. Okay, what's next for me? So I wanted to step up next into the 7.62 by 39. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I don't really think many of those guns are very good. I haven't been able to use the Mutant or the RD704 yet because mm-hmm. I'm not at high, high enough level. I've used the AKM and the AKMS and a few of those a little bit and the 103. Um, but I've literally, all I've heard is complaints about the Mutant, about the RD, about the AKM. About the 103, about 762 by 39 in general, about the bullets, about the recoil. Like everybody just seems to hate it. And it's kind of interesting. I didn't think that it was that good when I used it. I think like it used to be like a really great, you know, it was like the perfect middle ground previously of like not too high fire rate, but like the bullets were like in perfect spots. But like I I feel like now it's almost like because everything's like flipped on its head. It's like the guns don't have great ergo in general, like other than maybe the RD. The fire rates are pretty low. The bullets are like, okay but like bp is like kind of hard to get so it's one of those things where it's almost like flipped around where everything that was good in the last patch now is like bad in the new patch like recall's good on everything so that doesn't matter anymore for the mutant but the ergo is still kind of bad it's like you know there's just better guns right and it's and again i think it's i think one thing that feeds into it is uh, again the rpm meta right like the akm itself is like 600 rpm which is just like super suck. The RD704 is 600 RPM, which is super suck. The Mutant is like the quick one, and that's six. That's 650. Anyway, long diatribe, needless to say. And the next one is, the, it has to be the RPD. For 760 oh, by 39. Course. The RPD, it has to be. I've talked, I've waxed lyrically about this weapon previously, but like 100 round mags only. You can't get a regular magazine for it. Fully auto only. You can't put it on semi. You never have to worry about going into a raid with it on semi-auto. Like, the fact that you can get the end version from Mechanic, you can put the, either that on or the Axiom Cobra, allows you to put a laser. It's relatively cheap and inexpensive, obviously, other than the ammo itself. But it's just a, it's just a vibe. I've, t- I've talked so much about it, I don't feel like I even need to go, go too much about it. I think the Mechanic one's actually a short one as well. Yeah, it is. I think the RPDN is like the little version. Um, but again, because recoil doesn't really matter, you just, you just lay waste to people with this thing. Like... I just continue to die with the RPDN and in ways that I feel is not the RPDN's fault. So it's like, I've killed enough people with it, but I always like, I, I never seem to survive a raid with it. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's partly because you sort of make yourself out a big target when you fire 50 bullets out of a drum, but yeah. um, when you're unsuppressed, but it's just, it's so much fun. I think it's like the solo's friend in many ways, because mm. you just don't get that many opportunities for like massive mags with, and it's also got the highest fire rate out of 762 by 39, if I understand. I don't think there are any other guns in 762-39 that have 700 RPM. I don't think so. Um, and you can just, yeah, just put PS in there, T45, if you want to, you know, Stormtrooper lays them down. I was using it with US just more for memes. Um, but, you know, 30 pen is, is fine. But, like, yeah, I think, you know, you could go up to PS easily. You could buy, because how much is PS from Prapple? 
Uh, you can even put, you can put PP in the start if you if you wanted to do it like properly. Uh, let, actually, it's probably just easier to go through this way. So I'm Prapple three, and it is yes yeah, two eighteen for T forty five, and it is two hundred sixty two for regular PS. So it's really not that much. Like you obviously have to buy quite a lot of it, but I think it's I think it's good. Like I think it's good maybe in a squad almost like in a duo or whatever. Mm, like one person's yeah. got the RPD and the other person's got something more sensible because it's not it's not a very sensible gun. Let's put it that way. But like. I have more fun with it than I do with most other weapons, um, even when I die with it. As long as I get to shoot it enough, I don't really care, which is which is great. And yeah, if you wanted to go like try hard with it, you could like stop stack the top with like PP bullets. If you really want to like destroy people, but I've just yeah, I've just been using US and just like trolling people with the T rounds for tracers and that kind of thing. But I think the RPD is really good. I think it's probably the best of that of that category, just because you have these hundred round drum mags, you can just keep two in your bag, and so it's it's sick. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, that'd probably be a good contender to slap on uh, thermal. <laughs> You're just like prone somewhere in a bush with the thermal, dude. It's just like you see a guy <laughs> on shoreline just running in the field. You just yeah, dude, that'd be so much fun. It's got such a good sound to it too. It's terrifying when I hear it. I'm like, oh god, there's some giga chat with a loud RPD. Like he fears nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like suppressor what suppressor <laughs> yeah it's awesome it's kind of like becoming the same like it's it's new right so we're still not quite used to it but it's almost got it's starting to get the same ring to it as you know when you hear the SVD ringing yes. out across the map you're like, or, or like the loud M4 it's like yeah it's, it's starting to get that same kind of vibe yes it's just excellent just excellent alright oh uh, yeah number number Two, number two, something like that. Um, uh, well, since Giga picked the Og, I will pick the Og, but I got a, I got a different one because uh, the Og definitely was one of my picks. It's extreme, you know. Og's really good. I need to use it again, but uh, I'm gonna say the P90. I was using the P90 a little bit because for especially for like Punisher Part Four, where you gotta wear the uh, freaking what's it called, scab vest. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, again, just SMGs feel so good. Like the thing stock is 45 recoil. Ideally, you want to suppress it just to have the suppression effect. And then, yeah, get, get a sight on somehow any way you can. It doesn't really matter. And it's easier now. I've been doing the barter from Mechanic, for, sorry, from Peacekeeper 3 is, for the P90. Is that one with the long barrel one? Yeah. Yeah. The two military cables. So it's like 60K. Yeah. And it has a sight on top by default, so you don't need to dick about. Which is nice. That's the one I'd be doing. That one's really good, I think. Yeah. You can't suppress that one, though. Can't suppress it, but it's very accurate. 1.19 in a way. And you can get the L191 rounds like relatively early, right? Mm -hmm. uh, was it Peacekeeper 2? No, Peacekeeper 3. Okay. So about 20-something. I think? Uh, wait, this... Yeah, it's what is? Uh, I forget. You'd have to check for me. I'll just check now. But I think it's better than AP six point three technically. Mm -hmm. Thirty three says oh, chat. Yeah. I think chat's right. Yeah, I think it's thirty three as well. Yeah, it is fifty three damage, thirty three pen, compared to AP six point three, which is fifty two damage and thirty pen. So it's like it's strictly better than AP six point three. Yeah. Pretty poggers. I was trying out 
the Valde because Sheaf was, you know, ranting about it. And mm-hmm. if you use the one rail, the FN rail, E F F E N. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, it allows you to put on um, assault scope. Well, it sits lower. I think you could put soul scopes on the other rail. But anyways, it mainly sits lower, so you don't have to worry about how it does as much. But you just put a Valde, now you got a 1 to 6 on there. And if you're using the appropriate rounds in the cartridge, you can actually take people from range. And it's it's actually pretty accurate. Like, the shorty one is 3.7 MOA. Pretty good. Uh, a lot better than a lot of the other SMGs. And then if you have the long barrel, it's like 1 point something, which is insane. But yeah, this thing is like... It's actually really good. 50 round two. The only thing that sucks, which has always been the case, is just, you know, packing the mags. And the ammo isn't the greatest, but, like, we're in this weird Tarkov ecosystem where the ammo isn't... It's, like, it's important, but not as important as it was previously. And there's just a lot lot less going around. Like, it used to be, like, oh, yeah, I can just buy M61s every reset. Now it's, like, M61s is, like, as rare as M993. You know, yeah, exactly. Like it's funny because, like in the org, I've been running SOST, which is like again, yeah. it's like thirty-three pen, and it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. So the L, so yeah, SS one ninety. Some people talk about SS one ninety because I think you could buy SS one ninety now from Peacekeeper four. I think. I think you're and right. And that's seven hundred and fifteen RPM. Mm-hmm. As like, sorry, um, meters per second as a base mark, as a benchmark. I don't know what the P ninety does. Like. Because like the round speed is also modified by the barrel as well. Let me just go and see. Actually, I don't know what the bait like. You'd have to go and see what the base thing is. The easiest way to do it is to buy one, put one in the chamber, and then you can see what what the actual speed is. Um, where are you? Where are you? P ninety? Is it on? Oh, it's on Peacekeeper two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually a bit of a boost on the long barrel one as well. It's six sixteen by default. Six sixteen. And the ammo is the SS197SR is what its default is. SS197SR is 594. Mm-hmm. In the P90, that goes to 616. So yeah. that's a boost of... Uh... Oh, it's okay. It's only 4%. If you put, if you put SS190 in there, you probably get like 740 meters per second out or something. So I mean, it's, it's no slouch. No slouch. Yeah. yeah, the ammo is crazy on it. Yeah, range you may have to aim down a bit more depending on what you're using like if you're using ss190 inside of a p90 with a valde you might have to aim a little lower because the bullet might travel a little bit higher than what it's calibrated at yeah that's unfortunately true, exactly because the sr is like lower speed yeah but it's if you're using tracers it makes it a whole lot easier to like gauge that with that's the nice thing with l91 mm. as well mm, yeah so yeah, P90, it's good. Yeah, I've been using the P90 as well a bit. It's been, I don't know why, it's just not, it's just not really worked as well for me. As I think it's probably just a skill issue, but you know, the, the <laughs> mags thing is like kind of a pain. Yeah. But it has 50 to start with is great. I don't know. I, like, I think it should be good. It should be really good. It just hasn't worked quite as well for me, and I don't know why. Like, it's got a great fire rate as well, like 900 RPM. Like you can buy it as I have been, like 60k straight out of the box. That one nine one is good. I don't know. There's something about it that's just not really vibing. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is for me right now. I felt like nine mils just like been a bit easier. Maybe it's the recoil. I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm genuinely not sure what the difference is. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess it does make a little bit of difference. Like the P90 is like 43 recoil, which is like the same as the Org, whereas the MPX silenced and the M- MP5 SD are like 32 30s, and 35 yeah. recoil. So the height of the spray pattern is like it's a bit more. Should be a bit lower. I haven't like I haven't tested it with with them like next to each other, but it should work like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Like it should be good. Should be good. Okay, so number. The fourth one on the list for me, again, it's another one. It's, it's weird because like some of these I haven't really used. And it's like theory crafting because I haven't really ventured up into the larger calibers really because I don't even have M80 myself, um, which is kind of weird because you need to do one of those annoying quests like recon or whichever one it is, mark the stupid whatever in Lighthouse. And the last time I tried to go and like, I've, I've still got to do like two buildings for recon so I can get like class five armor from Papor. And I've still got to mark one final thing to do revision on Lighthouse to get M80. Because the last time I went in, I fought a four-man on top of building two, killed two of them, and had the final two people literally stay until the end of the raid, such that all of us got MIA, which was oh. fantastic. Um, I don't think we talked about this actually. This was like this was Monday, I think. I was trying to like yeah, I was trying to do lighthouse stuff to like get these things and get M80 or whatever, and I switched over to XP after that because I was just like, well, I can't be bothered with this. But uh, yeah, I ended up having to like run down building two because it was like three minutes to go. Um, I didn't know how to do the jump off the back of the building, and I didn't want to just like find out like in that raid <laughs> right, with like right. three minutes left i was just like i can't i can't like you know the people in chat are just like no go left go right go left. i was just like i can't like i can't read i can't read it and like understand and like decide what to do um it's just not clear enough so i'm, I'm just gonna have to go fight them and uh i want to go fight these guys with like two minutes 30 left or whatever like i could have like got i think it was like three minutes i could have run to northern road in theory um and i just like I had loads of stuff with me, so I like just stacked a mule, stacked a propotol, and just like ran straight into them. And there were two of them around the corner, around the stairs. Um, and I died. I think, yeah, I shot at the first guy, but then I like died to just both of them like nailing me at the same time. But there was only like two minutes twenty left, and I was just like, well, that neither of them are going to get out. And one of them came into my chat, and was just like, was just like, oh yeah, like we all went MIA. Like you killed two of our friends, and like the two of like there was no way we were getting out either. But like, don't worry, we went MIA with your stuff on. <laughs> um, and I was, I was just like, well, it's all, yeah, it's all in good fun. And then I was like, hang on a second. I was like, I insurance forwarded all my stuff on top of the roof. Like you literally, I only thought about this afterwards because I was like, oh, it wasn't my stuff. Like don't worry about it. You went away with someone else's with that, someone else's gear. And then, um, yeah, like in the evening, I was thinking about that like engagement. Um, I think it's when I was going through the clips actually and just like cutting my raids up. And I was like, hang on a sec. I was like, that dude went MIA with his teammates' gear because like I because I was wearing his armor from the top because I killed two of them on top of the roof. Swapped to his armor and like one of his, one of the guns that they had brought in. And then he like took it in spite from me, from my body, and went MIA with it to remove it from insurance, which my gear I was going to get back because mine was on right. the roof and his teammate's gear was the one that wasn't going to come back in insurance because he was wearing it when he went MIA. So I was like, that's so funny. I was like, that's genuinely funny. Like you actually just owned your own teammate there and like trying to spite me, which is super, super entertaining. That's how but, that um, works. Yeah. If you take some, like, it doesn't matter who's wearing it. If you go MIA with yeah, insurance gear. So. Yeah, I would think so too. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I, I have never so. actually tested it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that if an actual player is wearing the stuff right. and goes MIA, it's not counted as like part of the raid. And I don't think you get it back. Yeah. Um, I could see that being like, how I should it works. probably I should probably go and test it at some point, but um, I'm pretty sure that that's how it functions. Not scavs, obviously. Scavs don't count for that. Well, maybe they do now. No, I think scavs do count for that. I don't they know. could. If they pick up your stuff. They said they changed that. So if scavs pick up your stuff, you don't get it back either from, from them, I don't think. Oh, obviously, but, even um, thinking player scavs as well. I'm player scavs too, I think. Yeah. So if anybody goes MIA, I think it's, uh, I think it doesn't, doesn't give it you back. But anyway, that was quite funny. There was like, yeah, someone had like a, an SVD with a flare on it and stuff. So I was mm. like, oh, I did kind of want to get out. 
But um, actually this morning, I, rem- I remembered again about this thing and I was like, oh, I need to go to Lighthouse to like, go and check out how to do the jump off building two because I went to go and find the air vents. It's like on the, the side that faces the train yard, there's like some air vents and you can jump halfway down the building and then off the other half. So obviously yes. you need painkillers because you will break your legs, but you can chuck your bag off and then go jump, jump. And I'd have been able, I probably would have been able to escape that way actually. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's a very specific spot. You have to know where right. it is. It's kind of like, sketch. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sketchy. So how did I even get onto that? What was I? Oh yeah, because I was talking about um, not being able to access the higher stuff. So a lot of it is like speculation. But yeah, now we're into like full speculation territory because I don't actually have these things. But I think that one of the next best guns to use in the game is probably going to be the spear. This sits mm, between yeah. 762 by 51 and 762 by 39. But this thing's insane. I've only heard good things about the spear from people who've used it. Yes, the weapon is extremely expensive. Um, and the quest to get it is like the 10th quest from Lightkeeper or something. So you're going to have to use one from the fleet if you actually want to use one of these things. But the introduction of a 25-round mag for this uh, weapon and also some other associated weapons is also cool. And uh, the top bullets for this gun are absolutely crazy. So this SIG hybrid is what it's called. Uh, the other one is not too, like SIG FMJ is like 80 damage, 36 pen, which is like BCP FMJ. So it's like, you know, it's like a, a higher damaging version of um, BCP FMJ. So it's kind of, actually, no, sorry, about the same. About the same, actually. One more pen, three less damage. Whereas SIG hybrid is just crazy. Like 72 damage and 47 pen. It's like, a, it's like BP on crack. You know, it's mad. And then this gun is 800 RPM like an M4. Or I should, as I should more accurately say, more like an MCX. Um, and uh, yeah, so like that combination, you can just like drill people in close range with it if they if you get there. And also, like, what's the MOA on this thing? One point four three. Okay, so it's decent. So you know, you, it's like a proper sort of DMRE sort of yeah rifley kind of hybrid. It's a bit like a good version of like the Scar or whatever. But yeah, once you get that sick hybrid, and sick hybrid comes on Peacekeeper Four, which I'm one level away from, but uh, the fact you can buy it from the traders, I think, is insane. Um, it probably justifies the price of the gun. Like. I'm going to have to go and see how much they are right now. I've got one in my stash just so I can play around with it. But uh, uh, where is it? Six, do, do, do. Six beer. They're usually 200,000 rubles. Where are you? There it is. Oh, they're re- even more than that now. They're like 360, 400k, something like that. But like the fact that you can buy the bullets off Peacekeeper is more justification for spending that much on it, honestly in my opinion, because those bullets are just so good. They're so, so good. Like yeah. you can almost like, you can almost like allocate half of the gun's price to like the, the round's price. Like the bullets aren't even that expensive, I don't think. Like how much are we talking? Big hybrid is $10 a round. So it's like a thousand. Like that's not very high. Like APM was more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of feel like they might need to either add like an intermediate round and then move the hybrid rounds to like Workbench 3 or something or like a Questcraft or something. Because um, it is, I mean, I guess there is CBJ, which is similar-ish. But yeah, I mean, it just seems really good. Yeah. Um, so I've, yeah, I've like had to play around with it. It it feels very powerful. Um. It just, yeah, it just, it just feels insanely powerful, really. Uh, I think the Suspears default configuration. So, like, yeah, it's really expensive. <coughs> um, obviously, the ones you get on the fleet don't come with scopes or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's really expensive despite that. But it's, the starting recoil is, like, 65. 
Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. If you look at like the Scar H, for example, what does that come as? That's like the long barrel Scar H is 100 recoil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, and the MDR is 84. So, you know, it's pretty good. I like, I probably should have like reordered my two, but here we are. I wanted to go like caliber power. Yeah. But I think arguably you could, I could almost have put this in number one, but I probably should have really. It's fine. Good gun. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out since now we're kind of like on this platform. The one new stock that they added that I thought wasn't going to be good, but I think it is actually going to be pretty good, at least in my opinion. Um, so typically, most swipes, it's been a very like Mo plus rubber butt pad combo for like the meta build. It's just like a good stat stick, you know, both ergo and recoil. Sometimes you would use like the PRS Gen 3 if you want a more recoil reduction over ergo but i think with this swipe and how hip fire has been significantly nerfed which we haven't talked about too much maybe we'll talk about perhaps another time but um the new uh, i got that really tiny here here daniel defense collapsible butt stock there's two of them there's like the desert one and then like just the silver one these you can put on rubber butt pads for there's two different types there's one that reduces there's one that gives you like a little bit of recoil reduction Maybe it's just like, yeah, 1%. And then there's another one that gives you like 2% recoil reduction plus takes away two ergo. But I personally just like doing the one that gives just the 1% recoil reduction. Mm-hmm. And it's effectively kind of sits in between like a Mo rubber butt pad combo and like the GL shock slash what's the other one that's similar to that? Uh, like G, the one that comes on the SDA. The Fab Defense GLR16. Those two. They're kind of like Gunsmith. Oh, maybe you can't put that one in this one, actually. Yeah. You can You can do the GL core. That's the one you're thinking of. Because, like, it's like here, yeah. for example, you know, on this screen here, with the SIG, if we... Right now, I got the Daniel Defense, the new stock in the butt pad I was talking about. If we were to do the GL core, we'd be gaining one ergo, but we'd be losing three recoil. Mm. If we went with the GL Shock, we'd be losing one ergo... And gaining one recoil, which isn't good. <laughs> like we don't want to do that. Both ways, yeah. yeah. And if we switch over to the mobile pad, uh, let's so I got fifty-eight, sixty-two. This will put us at fifty-four, sixty. So we, oh god, we get we lost four ergo, we gained two recoil reduction. Did I do that right? Yeah. Which in the olden days you'd be like, okay, great, but like in patch fourteen, you don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I would say in most cases you don't want to do that. So I, I think this one actually is pretty good. Maybe, I mean, maybe the Mo makes sense on like these really high recoil guns, like an SA58, yeah, maybe. maybe. You know. Um. So yeah, just just a shout out for that because I actually think it's a pretty good stock. Probably going to mm-hmm. be a very meta one. No. So are we at number? Are we at the final final ones here? The final one. Okay. The final one. Um. All right, this one honorable mention that I'll make is the MDR 308. I don't want to be boring and put it number one, but I think it's very good because it just has insane stats, like ergo-wise. It's very high. You can put the new 25-rounders in that came with the spear, which we didn't... Well, I, did we talk about that? Maybe at one point we mentioned it. Anyways, you can put those new 25-rounders in some of the... The uh, 308 guns, but yeah, MDR, high ergo, 
decent recoil like you just tap 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 occasionally fall out like it's just it's really good i've used it for a couple of quests it's very good um tricky to get to but once you get there from like what job part four or something you can get it but this is about guns you should try in patch 14 okay we're all about trying stuff and it's got to be the sa58 baby yeah you know it's back juice cannon let's go uh (laughs) i love this thing man like I really like the shorty builds. It's not, like, fantastic, but because the recoil is, like, within reason, it's, like, usable. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Mm-hmm. It, I wouldn't even say usable. I think it's, like, good. The trick is is acquiring the SA-58 at, like, a reasonable price. Because if you go to the flea market and you type in SA-58, all right, I mean, sure, you can get us a beaten-up scav one, probably... But I mean, who wants to do that? You know, I, I like I like mine to be brand spanking new, at least almost brand spanking new. And our options here, actually, there's some. This is like a decent. There's a few decent ones here that are cheap. But we're talking like a hundred thousand rubles on average, which is not very cheap. And that's just like a naked one, right? Like we can't even mod it. Now you might be able if you can snag a shorty one. Sometimes from like mark rooms or raiders or. I don't know if they spawn in loose boxes, but you can sometimes snag the shorty one that comes with like the mow rubber butt pad and the rail. It's really important. You get the extreme duty desk cover rail. Otherwise, you're going to have to put a sight on the front, assuming you have a rail that can accept it, a handguard anyways. But uh, yeah, I think the shorty one's like actually like worth doing um, because the ergo, right? Ergo is really important. And like, yeah, recoil is not great, but you can like do some things to help reduce that. The and truth, the really the big value here is going to be getting to I think it's mechanic three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for the rail. Yeah, and the bosses, the rail and the barter. Can you get the rail, or is it rail mechanic four? The rail used to be mechanic four, but it's now mechanic three. Is it okay? That's actually really nice. It is good. That's actually pretty huge. Um, yeah, because you can't really get see the other trick is like the good handguards are on mechanic four for them like both the shorty the the foul voltor long and short are just like the stats on them are just like extremely good like it's so good that the default handguard on the shorty one i don't even know what it's called that plus like a cat grip is like the same as if you just had just the voltor and no handguard on it like it's that the stats on it are insane but anyways uh yeah mechanic three there's a barter for eight weapon parts for the sa58 the shorty version and it's got some decent parts on it uh like it comes with the handguard the short barrel a drum mag it's got the importantly though it's got the good handguard the the voltor with the rails on it because these rails by themselves are also locked on mechanic four and they're usually very expensive so you can now slap on you can change out the grip you can use the grip but you can put on flashlight lasers whatever you want you got a drum mag that came with it. It's short, ergonomic. I like. I've I've been using the short one a decent amount. It feels very good. Uh, haven't really touched much of the long versions, but yeah, definitely you got to give the foul a try if you can get the barter. Like I said, for a decent price. I think the shorty one's the only. Like, there's a couple other ones, but I think the shorty one for eight weapon parts is definitely worth. Yeah, it's a good one. You can snag it for a good price. Pretty good. Yeah, it's funny because you basically like rattle through the others. I was like, the number one I had on mine was like, if you look at my list, literally mm-hmm. in the top slot, I have MDR, 
which is the black MDR, as you just said, because I think it's like probably the best, like most accessible gun that you can get. Like, yeah, the spear is amazing, but it's 400k. Whereas like the MDR, like there's a bit more of a middle ground. Like M80 is like more of a middle ground than SIG hybrid, you know, that kind of thing. And then next to the MDR, I have in brackets SA58. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're both thinking along the same lines. Like I've used the SA58 a bit and it does, as you say, it feels like, it's like, yeah, the, the recoil is usable. And because of the way the recoil is in this patch, it feels good. And the shorty one is good. I was using the shorty one kind of as a DMR as well, like, you know, medium distance as well as up close. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like, it's decent. It's honestly, it's honestly decent now. Um, like if I'm like not allowed to pick either of those two and like choose something else, sure. this actually will end up like segueing into one of the final sections for this. But um, I'm, I will probably end up picking the SVD um, because oh, I've been using that recently. And the SVD, I think, is actually a little bit of like, everybody has to use it every wipe. But I feel like it might be, I don't know, it might be a sort of little bit of a hidden beneficiary. Because a lot of these like semi-auto guns mm-hmm. have kind of been hurt a bit by the way that the, the recoil system works now, just because full auto is so good. Whereas the SVD is kind of a bit weird. Like you can't, um, previously like the SVD, it was one of those hard ones and it, has, it did take some recoil buffs like two patches ago. Um, which made it a bit better, but like it was, it's one of those classic. It used to sit in the same camp as the foul did for many reasons, right? Which was like, even when you take it to full recall reduction, mm-hmm. it still wasn't like insane, and the ergo was like abs- like an absolute travesty. Whereas like then when you try to do some hybrid build, it was like the recall is like kind of bad, and the ergo is still kind of bad. And if you go full ergo, the recall is just like really bizarre and just like really hard. Whereas now, you can build the SVD, like, full ergo, at least, like, you know, mostly, and it doesn't seem to make as much difference to the gun as it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the full, the, the, the full ergo build that I used before, previously with the SVD, was, like, basically a meme, and completing Punisher Part 6 with it was funny, and I was just, like, running around factory, uh, sorry, running around dorms with it, just, like, point-blanking people with a blue laser on. But now it's not as bad. Yeah, you've kind of got the idea up there. This is that's basically the build that I've been using I, in my razor. I got an RK three on instead, but um, on the foregrip. But oh, do you? I because I, I thought you were using this. Yeah, I watched. I saw this build. And I was like, huh. Let me look at these stats. And I was like, yeah, this actually looks better because I was using something a little different, and I like what you've done here. So I kind of copied it. So you can go suppressed. Like you, you can do that. Um, but you do take some big compromises when you go suppressed. Like there's not really much you can do about some of the downsides, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Whereas this gun, um, the one that I've got specifically up on my screen is like 6.67 kilos, and that's like fully loaded with a 20 rounder. Um, with 61 ergo. I'm not sure what yours is. I mean, I can alt tab into your 63. 63, okay. So it's very it's similar. Um, and what was the, what's the weight on yours? Oh, actually quite a bit lower. Oh, that's an empty mag though. It's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, and it's like basically you get the you take the advantage of that weird foregrip. So that foregrip has got like plus ten ergo. It's like the highest ergo foregrip in the whole game. Yeah, um, which I like. I like that a lot. And the stock, this like weird Viper PDW stock, like the, <laughs> quite funny because the default SVD recoil is one hundred and thirty eight, whereas mine is one hundred and forty. So it's actually like worse than the default recoil, but it doesn't matter too too much. I, I would say I don't, yeah, it, it feels like it matters less than it did because of the way the new recall system functions um, and the Viper stock is better than 
doing like the ARE plus the GL core. Because someone asked me the other day and I went to check and I think it's like five ergo better or something. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot. For the Viper PDW, you get like 21 ergo. It's like so much ergo. <laughs> and you could put the sniper pistol grip on it as well, in theory, if you want to get like the max ergo possible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I've got no suppressor on this. This is, this is loud. But most importantly, even at like 6.67 kilos, there's no, there's no barrel overswing. Which is an important concept. There's an important concept for heavy guns, and the M1A also suffers from this. So if you put a suppressor on and then try it in the hideout, you will find that when you ADS, the barrel. So like you'll 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 aim, and your guy will start like bringing the gun up to the shoulder. You'll start to see through the sight, but then the actual like aim point will like swing to the left, and then and then come back down again. And what's funny about this is that that matters actually a lot more than have you have you got a suppressor on? No. Okay. Yeah. So so exactly. So that doesn't happen with this particular build. Like, and I can see it on yours as well. It also doesn't happen. Like the the barrel overswing thing matters a lot more than that ADS speed. Like it's it's really long. Like it takes a really long time to settle back into the middle. And once you tip over this like threshold of weight and ergonomics, you end up in this regime where you get this horrible barrel swing thing and it just, it really sucks. I get, yeah, for those of you who can see on the video, Church is just like putting together an SVD right now with one on. And it's like a significant difference between, yeah, so if you like aim there. Yours actually doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Maybe I'm, let well, me have a look at it. Let me, be fair, let me close up. I'm on a uh, very awkward resolution. It's very <laughs> square. Is it actually doing it or not? Let's see. Uh, slightly. Oh, it is. It is slightly, yeah. Or like when you measure the, it, it also depends on like what breathing position because the SVD like so the the aim point of the gun moves around right as you're in point fire, and it also depends on like where your character is in the like point fire like move, which is really weird. Sometimes you're kind of like dead on and they cancel out. Sometimes you get this like weird overswing. But with the suppressor off, you won't get the overswing at all. And it'll always just go ADS straight into the scope and straight dead on onto the point. And it's this like really fine line um, between being able to do like one and the other and it's an and it's an interesting thing like i've been using svd the like last session and it was working so well and i was literally just using lps um and it's just like yeah smashing people out but there's this i've been speaking a lot with um one of the guys in my discord space monkey who has been doing some like research basically into this stuff so what he did was he collected uh let me let me let me send this to you this is like part of my other the other segments or like we'll just move into this other segment about arm stamina and whatever so he's basically like collected a load of information about what the uh like what weights give you overswing and what weights don't and also like how long the ads speed is on those things mm-hmm. and like what the ergo was and like oh, what cool. the and what your um what your like equipment like ergo modifier is and that kind of thing and there's basically this sweet spot and like what he was doing, <laughs> there's like a whole section in, in the science channel on, on the Discord about trying to map this like 3D graph with like a parabola <laughs> to like figure out like at least some approximation to what this relationship is. Um, and I've like, I, I, sent, I sent you a link and I don't know whether we, I mean, maybe we put it on the yep. YouTube or something. I, I don't know how we can, whether we do that afterwards or, or even people just come ask me. If you're, if you're interested and you want the link to it, then just come ask me. But um, basically what you do is you put your weapon weight in you put your ergo in, you put in the equipment ergo modifier. So, you know, in percentage, you put it, like if it's a 5% modifier across all your gear, you put in like minus 0.05. Um, 
And then there's it basically brings up this like chart. And if you're like there's a green dot on the chart, and if the green dot goes below the line, then you should be into the um into the safe spot. Oh, this is really and if you're cool. over and if you're over the line, then you you should see barrel overswing. Now it's not perfect. There is some deviation because like the formula isn't like perfect, right? This is all done like it's all done in the game and it's all done from in-game stats. And we've just like, and I say, I say we, I've done literally no work on this whatsoever, but um, the, the people who've been looking at this have like, just been like testing stuff out with chat GPT, trying to get it to like create like, you know, parameters that fit the, the pattern of the data and that kind of thing. Um, but what it does is it gives you an estimate and then you go and try it and just see whether it works or not. And at the bottom section, um, you also put in your strength level and it tells you probably what your, um, what your ADS like arm stamina like time is as well which is really cool wow. so I like I really like this I think this is super fun what is number um, seven number seven yeah sorry there's a oh. lot of there's a lot of stuff in front of my eyes so it's a lot of yeah exactly so in, in terms of what you need to change literally like number three is the weapon weight right so you just change that with the slider number five the is the weapon ergo, ergo. And then number seven is this equipment ergo modifier. So if, if on your armor oh. in total, you have like minus five and on your helmet, you have minus two on ergo, that'll be minus seven. So you put minus 0.07. Gotcha. For example. And then you can see where you lie on the sweet spot. And the SVD that I built, I was like praising it earlier. Cause like mine was like, it was like right on the line. It was like, dunk, like the green dot, like right on the line. So it's like just in the sweet spot. And the, the idea is that uh, if you're underneath the blue line, then you actually are better off investing in recoil reduction than you are in Ergo. Oh, what were you asking okay. I think I'm going to understand. You see what I mean? Because like, like if you have, you know, if you're like, if your gun is like way below the overswing mark, this is like, this is probably more relevant in general for like sort of sniping with scopes and stuff like that. Like this is oh, less relevant for like red dots with light weapons or whatever, because you're not really optimizing as much for that. But if you're trying to like, if you're trying to get rid of this like overswing mechanic from like heavier guns with big scopes, then this is quite important. This is more where it's useful. This is more useful with like the SVD, the G36, uh, you know, the like Baltis as well. Like that also that also counts. Obviously, if you're using something like the SV98, um, if you're using uh, what else, the M1A, like anything that's like heavy tends to have a big scope on it yeah usually has low ergo like stuff like that that's where this is kind of best for, for doing it but like you can use it for anything you could use it for like an m4 or whatever and say like should i invest more in ergo or not like obviously the more ergo you have the faster ads speed you'll have but do you really care about like uh. yeah you know, uh, like 15 frame ads speed versus a 12 frame or like you know lower than that i guess like eight frame ads speed versus a seven frame ads speed are you even going to notice you know, so at that point, like, okay, well, you probably go for recoil reduction rather than ergo at that point. Um, but that the line is the line is mainly about overswing. This is really cool. <laughs> and it's like if you're like if you're on the chart, it's touch and go. Like you have to test it to see. Mm -hmm. But it gives you at least a good sort of guiding line to yeah. focus on. Like if you look at your weapon weight and like see maybe what how how many changes you might need to make to get rid of the overswing kind of mechanic. It's it's very cool and it's all done. The reason why it's excellent, extra excellent, is because it's all done just from like. Yeah, in-game data points. And then it's just like mapped with an approximate parabola. Or like polynomial, I should say. Because it's uh I think it's I think it's just a three-dimensional I don't know, yeah, they're looking at like 3D charts, and I think that was for something else. Because obviously this is just two-dimensional. Um But I think it was also I think it was to map out the equipment ergo modifier at yeah, the same time. That's really cool. Because this is only 2D, but obviously you have like you have more you have like 
three variables. And then the strength level for the ADS, like time. So, yeah, it's good. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And it's directly relevant to the SVD. So, like, my SVD doesn't have any overswing on it. Yes, it's loud. But, like, I was surprised because it's like six point something kilos, but it fits like right onto the blue line. And I was like, hey, it works. <laughs> I was like, it works. The science, it works. So, yeah, that's. That's actually who made that? Does what's his name? It was it's a guy called Space Monkey. Space Monkey, okay. Yeah, it's 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 in it's in uh, desmos.com, which is like, you know, the formula creation. Uh, I see, I see. So this is like the test bed for doing like, you know, calcs and being able to visualize mm. them, which is quite nice. There's that like the pen chance calculator from like a million years ago was built in this thing. Oh. Interesting. You could just like fiddle with stuff. So yeah, it's 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 very cool. Very cool. But I like that. I like that kind of stuff. It's all good. So yeah, SVD. It's been working out for me. I had uh, I got ambushed inside the negotiation room. I was trying to do the developer that. things. Oh my god, did you see it? Yeah. But I was like, I went in and there was no one in the very first room. I wandered around, looted a bit, went and got the quest item, tried to leave, and there was like a dude on the table. I was I was literally looting a weapons box. <laughs> The dude starts shooting at me with, I think he was a pistol. I'm not even sure. So I'm just like, ah, just like spam fire the guy, like mm -hmm. shooting with the SVD a bunch. I'm just like, oh crap. Like, I have no idea whether, like, I'm really hurt. So I just like run back. No idea whether, I, you know, what, what his situation is. He's still here movement. I'm just like, oh crap. Like, I must have not killed him, whatever. I like stick an adrenaline in. I'm like in the negotiation room again. Quickly swap to the left lean. I'm glad that like left lean is like, I would say I'm 80% of the way there to it being muscle memory at this point. I'm like mostly there. So I just like do a quick swap left and the guy pushed in and I like stepped out just bam, 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 bam and like SVD'd him point blank. Looted all his stuff and left the street weight with 72 kilos with a mule on. Get to the end screen and I had two kills within 10 seconds of each other. And I was like, hold on a second. The first, I did kill the first guy. Like he wasn't the same guy. He was someone else with two of them in there. So yeah, that was, that was mad. But the SVD has been, yeah, it's been singing, honestly. The smashes people out that thing. Yeah. Crazy. LPS, like literally just LPS. No wonder LPS isn't sold in the traders anymore. Like it's just annihilating it's everyone. It's really good. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's super super good. Ba basically, and a matey. I managed to point fire some guy at like a reasonable distance with the SVD, which I've not been able to before. And I I wonder whether because it's on semi-auto and like your fire rate's kind of limited, I wonder whether the point fire is like a little bit better because I've had some I've had some shocking moments with point fire. Like I, I managed to not kill a guy like three meters away with the P90. And I like completely unloaded a mag into him and just like did not kill this guy. So I was because the point the Pete line he just like a full auto point mm -hmm. fire just goes everywhere. Um, but with the SVD, yeah, like this guy was like further away. He was probably I would say eight meters away or something, and uh, managed to point fire him with the SVD with the twenty rounder. And I was like, oh, that's kind of surprising. Um, but I wonder whether slightly more carefully controlled shots. Like it seems like, but point fire seems okay when you first use it, and then it just goes completely haywire. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because um, not too long ago, Tayoff put off a, a video. Tayoff put off a video. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that's how you say his name? Now I gotta, now I gotta find it. Um, specifically about this topic, which I've been meaning to mention. Um, YouTuber, I mean, he's been, he's been YouTuber for a while. I like his videos. He's, he's, kind of, he's a very interesting content creator because he's kind of like, uh, does like guides and like, you know, but a bit more like a PvP side of things, I would say. But he's also like mm. really into like a lot of stuff that we're kind of into, like you know, on this yeah. podcast. So he's oh, he's he's a very cool character. I think he's kind of got this interesting 
perspective because uh, he's got kind of that competitive Counter-Strike esque background. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so Point Fire. He's got a video about Point Fire and he did some testing and it's interesting because it seems like the Point Fire is like you do get the bonus with the laser, but like it's so much more exacerbated um, than it was previously. Like previously, you could just point fire. It was like the same as if you were ADS, right? Like the recoil is the exact yeah. same. Whereas this, there's like an actual like noticeable difference. And I felt that because there's is like such a noticeable difference that he's kind of showing off here of like the vector. Um, like I feel like it's about like two x. The whatever the pattern is when you ADS, when you're hip firing, it's gonna be like 2x. Because it is such a noticeable difference, it feels like you have to aim lower. Like you have to like I don't know, it just feels weird. You know, I can't really explain it, but and then because it's like in CS when you're terrible at the game and you don't understand how the patterns work, and you just like you start shooting, but you just pull the gun down to their waist and hope that one of the bullets hits them. You know, that's a great analogy because you kind of don't have like a good center point of reference. Right, because mm -hmm. your screen's kind of stationary, but your gun and you know there's a little bit of camera recoil, but the gun's moving up, so you do really have to like account for that by pulling down more, but more so than you would when you're ADS, right? So there's kind of like this weird, and that used to not be the case. So there's this like weird offset that I think a lot of, catching a lot of us off guard. Um, but having said that, it de it definitely feels like this wipe in particular. You know, I was a little apprehensive that this was gonna be the case, but I do feel like because of the hip fire changes that indeed Ergo is on average, you know, more valuable than recoil, I would say. Caveat there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I think like the AUG, for example, is, is a great example of that. You know, it's like I it, it, well, the AUG has the best of both worlds, so I can't really use that as a good example. It's got low recoil to begin with, but I guess maybe the MDRs, right? The three or eight or the five five six. Uh, you know, they have high ergo. The the SMGs have high ergo. You know, that's like another like advantage to them is you can ADS faster, it makes less noise. Not that that matters all that much, but you know, hold your arm stamina for longer. Because it's important, you know, like being able to accurately land your bullets. Yeah. Yeah, point five is like crazy now. And on full auto, it's just yeah, it's just so high. As as we just saw on Tayoff's video, um for the for the audio people, yeah, it was just like it's just so much higher, like it, the, especially in the middle. Sometimes I feel like certain rounds just go like completely haywire, like off yeah. in random places. It's like quite surprising. And as you were saying, right, you have no real like reference for it. If you're not using a laser, it doesn't seem like it's centered around some something else. Like the gun barrel, like you're, you can't really predict it, like dislocated from your camera in some way. And so it's just like off, you know, off in the distance. It's like very weird. So I, yeah, I don't know. But so it's felt okay, the SVD. And, uh, I like mostly fought people like quite close to me with it as well and been winning a lot of those fights. Although I will say that this that's actually coincided pretty much precisely the time at which I've started using class five armor and that stuff has, has been tanking as well. I found two gen fours in raid and uh, those boys have been, yeah, they've been, they've been working, they've been doing some work. So maybe that's something to do with it as well. But yeah, I think it's, uh, it's decent. I think it's good. I think it's good. All right. Uh, I think that concludes the top five guns you must try for this fight. Ba -na -ba -na -na. Ba -na 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 -na. Buzzers, confetti flying. No? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, we took a long time doing that. Yeah. it's a, I, li I like doing this type of stuff, though, so it's fun. It's always yeah, fun. Yeah, it's good. It, it, it just brings in so many, like, topics mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. Anything else, Gigo? Before we wrap up? Hmm. Anything else that's quick? I mean, I was going to mention some stuff about streets, but like, just just in short, it seems like the gas on streets have been nerfed heavily. Like, I've been trying to do this one with the bomber hat and uh, the the Ray Bench ships to reserve yes. sunglasses, or whatever, and it's just like. Thank God I'm doing it partly with the SVD because, like, I'm doing Punisher 6 with it and I'm just running into PMCs all the time. Like, half of the kills are PMCs, the other half is like player scavs. Like, it feels like the number of AI scavs on the map is like really low. Mm-hmm. Feels like there's not very many. Like, I went and raided a uh, friendly guy yesterday as well and he was going, like, Dude, there's like no player scavs on the streets at all. Oh, sorry, no, no regular scavs. It's all player scavs, whatever. Um, it's quite funny. Like, you get to like, the, I had like 15 minutes left in the raid and it felt like there was nobody there at all. It was crazy. And my, my frames, it was like offline mode because there's like no entities on the map. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like walking around the collapsed crane area. And I was like, man, I've like, this feels like I'm playing customs in terms of frame rate because there's no entities. So there's nothing for it to work on. Like it feels great. But yeah, I don't know. I'm like struggling to actually find players on that map at the minute outside of PMCs. Just so many PMCs. I've had like two kills, three kills, you know, those kind of games. And I've killed like maybe one AI alongside. Like, maybe two player scavs or something who like running together but yeah like it feels like they've reduced the ai a lot just to help with performance presumably is why they've done it oh you know what that makes sense because i've personally felt like streets has been running pretty well like the word i would use is consistent like it feels a lot more consistent whereas Mm -hmm. lighthouse shoreline and sometimes woods feel less consistent oh really which yeah like i look certain spots of the map and i feel my frames dipping Whereas other spots don't feel that that way. Like, I feel like the shoreline rework kind of screwed with that in some way. I'm not. Go and, go and triple, like, triple check your texture quality, by the way. I don't know what you normally run on, but if you medium. run on medium, just go and check that it's not on high because I had it randomly turned to high hmm. at some point during the wipe. And I don't know why. And uh, yeah, because I like shoreline was like stuttering really it hard. I talked about high. this in the graphics video I did. What the heck? Exactly. So many people have made comments on this latest video I did. I was like, the texture quality just reset to high for some reason. For no reason BSG. at all. I know. And the new shoreline is like chock-a-block with textures. Like, it really is. And uh, Damn, I, it filled. Uh, it. This is what, yeah. And I, and I, so I literally just did a graphics video where I was talking about it. And um, I mentioned it in there because I went to shoreline. I was doing barbed wire, actually. And I only noticed it because it was like stuttering like hard. It was like, you know, mm. gug, 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 like chugging away. And um, I went into my task manager. My RAM was completely full, all of it. All my VRAM and all of my Windows RAM. And I was like, oh my God, I had to close Chrome. Chrome was using like two gig or so. I have a lot of tabs for content creation open. So I had mm-hmm. like two gig in Chrome. I had to close Chrome so that I could like play the rest of the shoreline raid, like free it up. I was like, I was like 30.5 gigabytes of actual RAM as well as all eight VRAM. And uh, after the raid, I was just like, what the hell? I was like, oh, it's stuck on high. God damn it. So loads of people had their texture quality turned to high for no reason. Uh, so if you normally run on medium, turn it down to medium. Because most people are getting like balked on streets for this too. Even if you run uh, streets to talk of lower resolution textures, I think all that will do is if you're on high by accident, it'll run streets on medium, which also blows up a lot of people's computers. So just everybody, just go and triple check what your texture quality is on. It seems to have reset to high for everybody during some update um so yeah just be careful happened to me happened to lots of people in the comments on that video i did happened to church just now yeah <laughs> the reason why like, been running like ass i was yeah. like ah oh, surely there's no way what 
<laughs> what should it be? Oh, yeah, chat was just asking what should it be. Well, it depends. It depends on how much RAM you have. If you have like sixty-four gig of RAM, you know, feel free to run high. But I, I don't like. I don't think there's really any like. Do you see any difference between high and medium? Like I've never really typically seen much difference. Medium is pretty good, in my opinion. And only choose low if you're on the VRAM struggle bus like me. Mm-hmm. Like I can run medium on every map except for. Um, to be honest, I can run medium on every map if I'm not streaming. But if I don't run medium, if I don't run low on streets and lighthouse, then I run the risk of crashing the Twitch stream when I leave raid. For okay, some reason. That's what I was happening to me on streets. So that makes total sense now. I was like, why is streets crashing all of a sudden at the end of the raid? And now mm-hmm. I know why, because it's only dropping, it's going from high to medium whenever I go on streets and not medium to low as it should. Exactly. That's exactly. funny, dude. So. There you go, public service announcement. I'm glad I brought that one up because like, it seems like there's lots of people in chat as well who didn't know about this and we're also on high, so there you go. It's funny. Probably some update they did that reset, you know, something, surely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to do it for today. I didn't really get into the gray zone stuff. I got a buddy who's really into, really excited about gray zone. It was like going through all the interviews and stuff that they publish and so he shared a uh a document with me which i'm pretty hyped to share if you also maybe we'll do that next week or something and uh yeah that sounds good we should definitely do it because i'm hyped about gray zone as well yeah yeah it's like looks pretty cool we'll bump it up on the list for next week and definitely do it then <laughs> we'll bump it up then all right everyone thanks for tuning in as always and with that see you all next week Bye bye <laughs>